Blog Talk Radio. Everybody get your tickets for Sydney's Stabathon. This is a Mackey's Clubhouse Palette Cleanser episode hosted by me, Kevin, and... It's Larry. <laughs> yeah. Big surprise, it's us again. It's us. It's always us. And uh, <laughs> once again, we should remind everybody, Jake, uh, the sound quality will be much, much worse on this episode yep. as usual because we get... We are recording this via Blog Talk Radio, which blows, but uh, <laughs> we uh, we have an account there, and they have a switchboard, so we wanted to put clips and what have you in, and so we need to go via Blog Talk, so it blows, so deal with it. But yeah, about, uh, that is Republic, the one good thing Republic, of the clips. The clips are nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the best part of this whole movie. Well, not really, but there's so many good parts, but it's oh just so God. good to hear like this classic 90s music. I hear you. I, I agree with you. So, yeah, 90s takes me back. This girl was yeah. hot as balls, I remember. I don't... I, the Republica what, girl? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what else... Was that their only big hit, or did they have, like, a one more hit? Yeah, no, the biggest one was uh, Ready to Go. Remember that song? Oh, baby, I'm ready to go. Ready to go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was a really good song, too. Hell Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I think this so, was their yeah, only right, album. Like, on I don't know why they just kind of <laughs> let it slide after this. They're just like, we're done. <laughs> we did that well, one. Well, maybe album. it was just like, you know what? I've, I, I, you know, I, I made like a million and a half, two million dollars this year. Like, I'm just gonna take that and go live in the <laughs> in the fucking woods. That's good enough for me. <laughs> just go put it all in my arm. Oh, that's what I would do, honest <laughs> to God. If somebody gave me a million dollars, I'd just go buy a house somewhere and just live in it, and that would be the end of me. Yeah. Like, be, that's enough to pay bills and eat food. <laughs> you can get a new TV, an Xbox, all the good. Oh yeah, definitely gonna get an <laughs> Xbox. I think. I think I am gonna get an Xbox. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I think so. We can play games then. I know, but you don't play online, right? Um, some some things I do. Like me and my cousins yeah, play a lot okay. of things online, but. GTA, oh, I try right, to stay right. off, but if it's like you're on there, then I'll jump on. All right, all right. All right but nobody cares really about that, Jake. <laughs> sure. Nobody cares about, we talk about our Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to talk we about can... a movie, and maybe right. a whole franchise to a lesser extent. Uh, we're talking about the movie Scream this week, because ah. as of the time you're hearing this episode... It's three more days till Halloween, 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 three more days till Halloween, Silver Silver Shamrock. That's a different movie. That movie's very hard to fucking find. Like, it's really hard to even buy Halloween 3 and shit. It really is. I I have it on DVD, so it's always easy for Uh, me to find it. (laughs) It's right on the shelf. I want to watch it. I love it. Yeah. Wife hates it. That's a classic. Wife hates it. <laughs> that fucking song drives her insane. Like, oh man, I, I I taunt her with it from time to time. 
I'll just be like, 119 <laughs> more days till Halloween, and she gets real irritated with it. But that's a different movie. Once again, Jake, we're, we're already taking we're getting off subject. We're already taking a podcast where we do a TV show, and we're like, oh, okay, we're going to alienate you a little bit by talking about Scream, which you don't really give a fuck about. But then we're we're going to go into Halloween three. Then like you know, we we got to reel reel it back in, Jake. Scream, Scream. That's true. Scream. We're talking about 1996's Scream. Yeah. Um, and to some extent, the rest of the movies, which there, there's been four of them so far, but apparently there's been a lot of rumblings lately that people are back on board for Scream 5. So yeah, there should be another yeah. one soon. If this Ooh. pandemic ever ends, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because I, Plus, I hope know. they don't try to film it during the pandemic and make it like a Zoom thing. <laughs> I'll just oh, like, no. calm down. Once You've again. ruined it. That movie host on Shutter is amazing. I don't know why you won't watch <laughs> it. Was it was not. I did excellent. watch it, unfortunately. Did you watch I Scare did not Me? enjoy it. Nope. Yep. You know who did watch Scare Me today? <laughs> me. I watched Scream <laughs> and then I watched Scare Me. Yeah. <laughs> You've been up for a while. Yeah, I got up at like six. It's been a busy morning. Yeah, yeah. sounds like it. All right, so, yeah, uh, what'd you do? (laughs) You try to go to Taco Bell. (laughs) And it did not pan (laughs) out, so fuck them. Uh, (laughs) Fuck you, Taco Bell. God damn it. uh, This movie was released. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it was released on uh, December December 20th, 1996. Did you see Mm. this at the theater? in time for Christmas. No, um, I didn't see any of these Scream movies until I went to college, which was like 2001. So the yeah. first three were already out by that point. So I pretty much watched them yeah. all in a row. I see. I was absolutely at the theater to see Scream when it came out. And I, I'll tell you this, too. Um, it, it was a little different in the theater. Like, it's different mm. than in the movie. Because I remember on at the theater, as we get into this movie a little bit, but uh, um, just the intro is different. The movie opened differently in the movie theater than it does really? like on TV. If I remember, like, differently in the sense that it just starts with Drew Barrymore. They don't ever put the title of the movie up until... After they see her hanging in the tree when the parents come home, then scream okay. like went brown across the screen real big. And it was awesome. And I was like, what the fuck <laughs> kind of movie is this? It was amazing. At <laughs> least I, that's how I remember it. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I could have swear to hmm. God that's how it was. The, the, so did you no like, think word, that was a trailer because no you didn't know it was a movie yet? <laughs> no, no. We knew what we were watching. But, you know, like, it was just like, okay, all right. And then you're like, holy fuck, she's dead already. It was awesome. I don't know. But anyways, we're getting a little too far ahead because we we haven't even talked about, like, Wes Craven directed this movie. No. You know, written by, uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, uh, Kevin Kevin. Williamson? Yeah. Who was big on, like, um, I think Dawson's Creek. He was, like, a big Dawson's Creek writer guy or something. Oh, wow. making that up. Maybe that show's better than I've ever given it credit for. I never watched Dawson's Creek. I don't want to wait. (laughs) I'm going to see what else that guy's written. All right, this is the part of the show. I should have looked this up. I know he wrote, uh, I think he wrote Halloween H2O. I guess probably based off the success of this, they were like, hey, let's get this guy to write other horror movies. So I'm pretty sure he wrote the script for that one. H2O's not bad, right? Yeah, that one's pretty good. 
It's resurrection. Is that one with LL Cool J in it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That one's fine. It's a decent attempt to try to revitalize the franchise. At least it's not the one with Buster Rhymes. <laughs> no, that one's a train wreck. I'm going to wet you. Um, oh, he was an executive producer <laughs> on Dawson's Creek, but it doesn't say he wrote Dawson's Creek. This seems like the first thing he wrote. Wow. That's, that's pretty, pretty fucking, good. That's pretty, that's pretty yeah. goddamn <laughs> pretty high bar to set for yourself, because this movie is fucking solid the whole way. You come out of the you gate know what I'm saying? Sense, that's like Republica coming out of the gate with ready to go. <laughs> you know, that's a working gun in your life. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so the budget for this jank, 15 mil. The box office gather, 173 million. Damn. So it made some money. Pretty good. Yeah, this movie was very popular. Pretty good. Oh, man, it was so good at the theater. And this movie is like the ultimate being in the right place at the right time kind of thing. We're just like horror was really suffering, I think, by 1996. We're like the early 90s. There really was not a whole lot of good stuff happening in the horror world. Like it was all uh, pretty shitty. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I like, hear the 80s were amazing. Much. And then the 90s came and it was just like, blah. <laughs> it's like, what? Like the they're, lesser... still, they're, still doing, they're still doing Freddy Krueger movies? <laughs> yeah. What number yeah, like that, Freddy's nine? Dead and like Texas Chainsaw Massacre three and shit. Like no one cares about this. You got Viggo Mortensen in your movie. That's a kiss of death. <laughs> oh my god, that's what I'm saying. We do not want Viggo Mortensen in the movie. <laughs> no way. Uh uh-uh. uh So this movie came along at just the right time to kind of revitalize things and by calling out like the old tropes and stuff like that, it just really brought a fresh take to the whole genre and it was fucking amazing. Yeah. I hear you. Plus, on top of that, this movie's so like it's not it's it's not necessarily scary. I I get it. It's a scary movie or whatever, but it's it's a comedy too, though. It's very and it's yeah. a satire, and you know it's very tongue in cheek, wink wink, fourth wall kind of thing as well. It's yeah, very self aware. It definitely it's does get violent and gory at times, though. So it does. Oh, it does. Kind of balance the yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. But I'm never like yeah, sitting there biting my fingernails, like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? You know, like, it's, you know, but you know, <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's not all, it's not, it's not a fucking scary movie. It, it, there is some gory stuff, and it's exactly. fun, but it's fun though. I don't know, I like it. I guess it's fun. yeah, like the opening scene with the whole Drew Barrymore thing. It, it is tense. Like they do a very good job. Like that scene is just captivating from the start to the finish. It you, is. you are just it even. Even if you know what's coming, you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm into this. Like, what's going to happen? Yes. <laughs> like, every time I watch this, I get sucked in again. Yeah, it is great. Because, you know, that once again, another thing that you didn't typically see, but the movie opens with Drew Barrymore, big star back then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wedding singer and all that. She's huge. I don't know if that came out yet. It was around there, I would imagine. But either way, yeah. Drew Barrymore is a big star. And boom, they open a movie mm-hmm. with you and like, all right, oh, look at this. Big time name in a in a horror movie. And then boom, they fucking kill her 10 minutes into it. She's <laughs> fucking dead. They dismember or di- disembowel her and hang her from a tree by her fucking intestines. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is what kind of movie we're into. Okay, this isn't where I thought we yeah. were going with this. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, she's she's things. literally on the poster, and, like, I think she was in a lot of the advertising, the trailers and stuff. So, like, they were definitely trying to make you think that, oh, this girl's going to be a big part of this movie. Yeah. 
No, she's not. Turns out, not so much. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, let's be real. Like, Nev Campbell's not huge at this point. Courtney Cox is huge. You know, she's definitely big. Yeah, she's pretty but, huge. Yeah, but, like, Skeet Ulrich and all them guys. So Drew Barrymore is kind of like the A-lister. Like, it, it, it's her movie mm-hmm. and she's in the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And then for her to go yep. right away is like, holy fuck. It's kind of like they were kind of doing the same thing that uh, Wes Craven had done a little bit in Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, where uh, where they kind of set up that one girl, I forget her name, but that blonde girl, you kind of think she's going to be the main character in this movie. But then they kill her off probably 15 minutes in, and it becomes Nancy's story. <laughs> You're just like, oh. But obviously that Are you talking about Tina? Is it Tina? Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. So this was kind of that on a Either bigger way. scale, I think. Screw your pass. All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so this whole, yeah, like you said, this seems intense. There's like, uh, you know, he's fucking with her. The ghost face guy calls Drew Barrymore. He's just fucking with her. He's like, I'm watching you. And now he's got the boyfriend outside. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. And he starts terrorizing her. And Drew Barrymore almost gets away. Her parents are coming home. You know, it seems weird that, you know, 36-year-old Drew Barrymore still is at home with her parents or whatever. Okay, (laughs) she's in high school. I get it. Um, Yeah, she's in high school. She's right next to Sydney somehow. Yeah, yeah, somehow, yeah. She's, (laughs) you know, whatever. She had a hip replaced, but she's in high school. Um, But, yeah, right as her parents are coming home, but, oh, she doesn't make it. She gets killed. And the mom finds her. Yeah, she's, like, so close. She's, like, trying to scream out to them, but, like, her throat's kind of been cut so she can't really scream she's like oh yeah. no you're so close yeah. and then boom like 13 minutes 10 seconds Jack that's where that's where like you know we get I guess scream you know like that that's where the scream would have came in it was kind of like the mm-hmm. shield you know the shield does that <laughs> yeah <But> boom <laughs> 13 minutes so we get into the story at this point Jank uh, it's uh, Sydney Sydney Prescott Mm-hmm. And uh, played by Nev Campbell. We find out, yeah, Nev Campbell, who's you know, does a good job in this. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, As, um, in terms of final girls, she's definitely up there. Yeah, that's for sure. You think at some point, you think in, in Scream Five, like eventually she's just going to become the ghost face? <laughs> I hope not. That would that would be stupid. Um, I would really, yeah, I would not enjoy that. (laughs) What about, I do feel like if they do make a Scream 5, like, someone's going to die. They can't go another movie where none of the main three dies. Yeah, I hear you. Which I'll be very sad about that, because I like all three of those characters. (laughs) Well, if one has to go, who, who goes? Probably whoever wants to be out of the franchise the most. (laughs) Like Nev Campbell's probably no, in your like, opinion. I don't want to like, do who, this who, anymore. <laughs> who who don't you mind going? Oh man, I like them all though. That's the thing. Um, tough questions in life, Jank. It really is. Like I feel like the obvious one to go for for like the most shock value would be to kill off Dewey. I feel like everyone just loves Dewey. He's just a good, nice guy. So I feel like if you yeah. kill him off, like people are like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> but 
But I do you think it's weird that like people favorite. are kind of like, oh, I love Dewey, but then you know, at the same time, we'll be like, fuck you, David Arquette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got no problem with David Arquette. Like, he's a he's a seems like a good dude, like crazy as fuck, but <laughs> you know, good hearted. There's some new movie out with him where it's not a movie; it's like a documentary about when he was wrestling. It looks really gross. Because <laughs> apparently he got he got stabbed in the neck with like a a light bulb or something. He had a big hole in his. He almost died. Jesus. He was nasty. Yeah, I don't know. He's it's like really, dude. You know, <laughs> even like oh, is that that one? I think it's called like it. nothing can kill David Arquette or something like that. Yeah, I think that is it. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think I saw that on Amazon. I'm not watching that shit. Get the fuck out of here with that. But anyways, Dewey. <laughs> Yeah, he he he's cool, but uh, so basically, uh, now here's another question. So next day at school, every goddamn fucking news outlet is at there outside the school, like interviewing everybody. (laughs) And I'm thinking, like, all right, like I get it to an extent, but what is the realistic possibility that that happens? Like. I understand if two kids get killed, but would there really be 30 news vans outside that school and, like, 100 people just watching? Like, what are you watching? Like, they didn't die at that school. Yeah, I guess I could kind of see it just the way they died. Like, it's not like, oh, they got, you know, caught in a drive-by or something like that. Like, no, they were, like, brutally murdered and strung up in a tree and stuff like that. Like, that's kind of, that would kind of be a big news story. Well, you know, too, you got to keep in mind, Jank, that, uh, like, I think it's 80 to 85 percent of the time when people die, their intestines just fall out. That happens. That happens a lot. So, <laughs> my just the natural causes. Yes. <laughs> they just, after you die, your intestines just fall out. That's just the way it, it works. It's true. But usually yeah. it's out your butt. Uh, well, usually, but I mean, it's not always. <laughs> usually, isn't always, Jank. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> what's going? On? So, anyways, you know, she gets interviewed by the cops at school because you know they're they're going through an interview and everybody about, uh, you know, did you know Casey Becker? That, that that's true. Mm-hmm. Or and Steve. I wonder who you got Steve me with Principal Fonzie. Yeah, Principal Embry. An H. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, I don't know who once he again, was. You don't see yeah, much of his face because it's covered with duct tape, and <laughs> yeah, and he he's gone pretty quick. Um, this is another like uh, I think this is another like for Henry Winkler. This kind of like oh look, Henry Winkler's kind of back in the mainstream doing real stuff. This isn't a TV movie. This isn't some fucking bullshit. Yeah, but did you notice like he's uncredited? So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't want that. this to be. He like didn't want to be associated with it. Speaking of uncredited, we have another. Uh, well, we'll get to it in a minute. That I had no idea until today was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. So. Uh, what else, Jake? Oh, so we we now meet the rest of the kids. Basically, there's a, there's a good scene outside the school. I got a couple different clips from this. This whole scene where they're all kind of outside mm. discussing what happened to Casey and stuff. This is where we meet, like, we meet Randy and we meet Billy and Stu and Tatum. Yeah, you know, like, Stu. Uh, Sydney's, 
Sydney's crew, basically, her posse. Mm-hmm. They're all we already too met her cool douchebag boyfriend <laughs> last night. Like he just kind of showed up yeah. and they made out a little bit yeah. and then he left. Yeah. The the Exorcist or whatever. He's such a whiny yeah. little fucking cunt in this magazine <laughs> or in this movie. And he uh, really is. He really he, is. He just seems like a creep at all times. It's like, I don't know what yes. to do with this guy. Even if he did I turn out you. to be the killer, like, he's just a creep. On top of that, like, you know, like, your mom died a year ago, and you you are well aware inside that you, you have no interest in sex. Now, you know this dude's horny as fucking balls. You don't date a horny as balls guy when you don't want to have sex. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Yeah, I hear you. Bad idea, jeans. All right, so um, <laughs> so we meet all them, and then Sydney goes home, and she's waiting for Tatum. Tatum's going to come over because we, you know, the dad has to go out of town. We forgot to bring this up. Sydney's home mm-hmm. alone. It's almost the one year anniversary of her mom's murder. Her mom was raped and murdered almost one year ago to the day, but the dad had to go out of town for business, so she's home alone. So Tatum, played by Rose McGowan, is getting ready to come over and hang out. And spend the night with her so she's not alone. They're going to watch Tom Cruise movies, All the Right Moves. If you pause it yeah, just right, pause it right. He's painted. <laughs> yeah. So that's what, that's, that's what they're up to. But Rose McGowan's yeah. late and. Typical teenage girl to, stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and boys. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Everyone wants to see so, that penis. Tatum's late and shit, so she ends up falling asleep, and then she gets a phone call, and she's like, Tatum, just get over here, but it ain't Tatum. It's Ghostface. Well, the first one is Tatum. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then she gets a call like immediately afterward, and she's like, oh, not Tatum this time. Yeah, it's not Tatum. It's Ghostface. And then she's all, she's all like, um, she doesn't believe it at first. She's like, oh, it's just you, Randy. But then he's like, I'm not Randy. And she's like, What? You're not Randy? Who is it then? Like, all of a sudden, just because he goes, you know what I'm saying? He just goes, I'm not Randy. And she's like, there's like this big, like, like screech of strings in the movie. And it's like, oh, my God, you're not Randy? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just so corny. I always thought that was corny about this movie. I just did. Yeah, I could kind of see that. But, I mean, I think at this point she's realizing that it's it's not anybody she knows, or at least <laughs> it's, it could be, but it's not, you know. Somebody calling to make yeah. nice nice. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're going to ruin this movie if you haven't seen it. But if you haven't seen it, it's been out for almost 25 years, so bite me. Yeah, um, you had your chance. So anyways, long story short, uh, Ghostface is in her house. Bum, bum, yep. bum. He's hiding Chases in the closet. Her around he a little comes bit. after Yeah, there's always like, here's the thing about, you know, once again, another trope. Like, she immediately runs up the stairs. Like, that's always like the, uh, you know, oh, horror movie. They they run up the stairs. They trip and fall. Like, that. they do all of that in this movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I can't remember specifically, but I, there has to be a car that doesn't start at some point. Uh, there's always something like that. Like, and that's the thing. Like, this is very wink, wink, nod, nod. It's a satire, comedy, horror. It, that, that's what makes this movie so fucking good. And everybody's pretty good yeah. at it. But anyways, 
she gets chased. It is so great that it is like one horror movie finally where they're actually acknowledging other horror movies. Like they're talking about them by name and stuff like that. Like that never happened in horror movies up until this point. No, yes, you're true. That's you're exactly right. It's very there's a lot of pop culture shit going on too. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They never talk about Jason and Michael Myers and Leatherface and Norman Bates all in the same movie while they have their own fucking world of serial killer guy going on in Ghostface Killer. Who, by the way, is badass. Yeah, it's such a great costume. They really yeah, nailed it. It is. Do you have a ghost And it is believable. Oh, no, not yet. But I'm going to get one oh. at some point. All right. Yeah, that's it is a believable costume. Yeah, they're like, they sell this at every five and dime. And that's what it looks like. It looks like yeah. they would have that at every costume shop. Uh, what do they cheap. call it? Father Death? I think that's the actual name on the back of the costume package when he turns yeah, it Yeah, something like that. Father Death. But, yeah. Yep. It's, be- it's become known as the ghost face. Yeah. It really started a whole thing. It really That did. was the worst part of the, uh, the Scream TV show. Like, the first couple seasons, it was just like this kind of Scream-esque mask, but... Like, it looked weird, and you're like, oh, why didn't you just do their Scream mask? <laughs> like, if you're going to call your show Scream, have the Scream mask. Like, yeah, that, what the fuck yeah, are you doing? Yeah, very important to me. Yeah, I don't like that yeah. either. Are they, are they using the, the regular Scream mask now, or is that show not on anymore? I don't even know if it's on anymore, but I think I saw on Netflix at one point, maybe, I don't even know if MTV did it or if it was just a Netflix thing, but they did start a brand new like season or something where I think none of the characters were the same. It was just a whole different school. And I think this one did involve the actual mask. At least Ah, from the trailers and stuff I saw. So yeah, at least they're moving in the right direction. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so anyways, you know, Sydney's getting terrorized. She, she has this thing where she can like block her bedroom door with her closet door. And he's like, it, once again, it's awesome because he's still like swiping at her, even though she's like thirty feet away from her. He's still like he's still sli- you know, you know, slapping the knife around and shit, which is funny. I think they they definitely mock that in Scary Movie for sure. Oh um, yeah, that is one of the great things so, about Ghostface is like they, it is just a normal person. It's not like Jason or something like that where just like you can hit him with a fucking chainsaw and do everything you want to him and he'll just get back up. Like it is a real person, <laughs> so he does kind of look stupid from time to time. Where you're like, oh, they and, him and he looks like a dumbass and. He gets fucked up in this movie. He gets kicked in the balls. <laughs> he gets hit with doors. <laughs> like he gets he gets hit with the freezer at one point. Yep. And, and you you hear him yeah, in there like you hear like, oh ah you know you can kind of hear him like take the hit and it's it's pretty it's funny you know what I'm saying it's funny <laughs> it is I like it yeah so it it's long like, story kind of get away from this guy he's just a guy with a knife like I got a chance yeah, on this just, one he's just a guy with a knife that's really all he is um so long story short she ends up calling nine one one on her computer I don't know how you do that yeah. I don't know what that was. I mean, I understand it was 96. Very advanced for 1996. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I think we were still AOLing maybe in 96. Does that seem right? Yeah, like if her phone line was cut and she couldn't dial that way, how was she using the Internet, which would have also used the phone line? That's a good point. (laughs) It was all dial-up. Yeah. True. So, anyways, uh, Billy shows up to save her. Oh, just as the ghost guy leaves, and it's like, what? 
<laughs> and then he has a cell phone. I've seen Superman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and then and, and then a cell phone falls out of his pocket, and you're like, oh snap! That's what I said, Jake. I was like, oh snap! <laughs> yeah. Um. So. What yeah, else, so he Jake? gets Sydney? arrested. Yeah. They think it's him now. <laughs> um. Uh, they have the mask that they found in like the bushes. Dewey found it. So if only they had like good DNA and stuff by then, you know. Yeah, they could have figured out this whole case. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. I mean, get the OJ cops over here. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah. So we get him at the station. Uh, you know, he's talking to the sheriff with his dad. Sydney's like, uh, you know, they they get her out the back door and Gail's out there like trying to do a report or whatever, and Sydney just kaboom, just knocks her right the fuck in the mouth, <laughs> punching the mush. Jake. Pretty great. Yeah, that'll, right in the mush. That'll shut somebody up. Yeah, right in the mush. <laughs> and so like Sydney the best ends part up about going, this is that uh, Tatum like is talking about it later on. She loves it. She's just like, <laughs> oh, I know, I I got that clip. Yeah, I clipped that. Oh, out. thank God, yes. Yeah, yep, I love that it. That was a great clip. Um, so, uh, so Sydney ends up staying over at, uh, Tatum's house because her dad's out of town and she don't want to be alone and shit. And then Ghostface calls her there. Uh-oh. Oh, no. That's pretty cool. So he's like, yeah. poor Billy boyfriend. And, you know, he starts like kind of mocking her and shit. And so, you know, he hangs up and Dewey answers the phone. It's pretty awesome. And then, uh, <laughs> so then here's what I'm saying. So like, good. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Trying to be like all smooth. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Try sound tough. Yep. So then the next day they go back to school and like when they get out of the car, like you know the lady, it's like she's like the reporter's like the people want to know, they have a right to know. Mhm. Do you know who that is? Linda Blair. Yeah. See, I didn't know that until today. I never knew that was her. Oh yeah. Is that weird. Yeah, I didn't know. No, I mean, she, you, you only see the, like the side of her face, so it's not like it's super obvious. No, yeah, not at all. Because when I looked at the credits earlier, and I saw her name, and I was like, "What?" And then it said like obnoxious <laughs> reporter, and I was like, "Oh, wonder if she's the people if people want to know, lady." So when I started watching it, and I looked, and I was like, "Yep, that, I, how did I miss that all these times? I've seen this movie a shit ton of times." <laughs> So oh, many goddamn times. I don't know how I ever missed it. That was Linda Blair. But there you go. <laughs> um, so we get another confrontation with Sydney and Gail again, where Gail tells her, like, listen, you know, you don't matter what I think. You're the one that basically lied about putting Cotton Weary. Cotton Weary is played by Liev Schreiber, and he is the guy mm-hmm. who allegedly murdered and raped Sydney Prescott's mom. Now, Sydney yep. believes that Cotton did it, but Gail does, is pretty sure Cotton did not do it. And Cotton always has said he, he didn't do it. This is all through talk. We have never, like, heard from Cotton at this point. I don't think you even hear from Yeah. Him. I don't think so, no. It's not until the next movie they would really get more on Cotton. But all yeah, we you know see is him in somebody a, like, was seen... Video. Yeah. We, we just know that somebody was seen wearing Cotton's jacket coming out of Maureen's, you know, room after she was killed. And Sydney thinks yeah. it was him, but it may not be him. Yes. 
So we don't know. Um, yeah. So what do we get? Oh, okay. So we run into Billy. Okay. She runs oh, yeah. into Billy at, at school, and it's such a weird scene for a boyfriend and girlfriend. It's almost like they, they yeah. just met yesterday, and then something weird <laughs> happened to him. It, that's what it seemed like. All but it, of it it's seems an awkward like that, scene. Kind of. Yeah. Dude, why? Why They've would they fingerprint like him? Like he, I understand they detained him for questioning, but he wasn't booked. He didn't do anything. Yeah. So why did they fingerprint him? That seemed weird to me. Uh, I mean, I guess you got to fingerprint everybody who comes in. Why not? I don't think. I don't think that's how <laughs> that works. Chance. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, he was I definitely know. a suspect, so they were probably dusting it against the, the mask and stuff, hopefully. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's, that's possible. All right, so uh, Sydney gets attacked at school now, which, once again, kind of weird, um, because <laughs> she's in the bathroom, and there's this, like, Bloody cheerleader, and she's talking shit. I love this scene. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. She gets all her information from Ricky Lake, apparently. That girl's at least. 40. She's got her own bubble butt boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, Billy. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so that girl, she's talking shit on Sydney. Sydney's in the stall hearing this. She's like kind of crying and shit. I don't understand. You knocked Gail Weathers out last night. Just knocked this bitch right the fuck out too. What's the difference? <laughs> Well, there's two of but, them. She's only, oh, well, she know, could she's just, not that badass yet. She's not Chuck Norris. That other girl just seemed like she would have ran. <laughs> um. So, uh, so the 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 slutty cheerleader and the friend leave, and Sydney comes out of the stall, and she's at the sink, and she hears something, and then oh, ghost face killer. He must have been like feet up on the toilet seat. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Hide in there. Because, like, it's a cool scene. Like, you see two boots touch the ground, and then you see, like, the the raggedy cloak drop down to, you know, to the ground as well after that. Yeah. So he must He's have, pulling you know, a weird he science. Pull, he pulls his sheet up when he pees. Yeah. That's all <laughs> we know. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, he's in there, and he goes after her. Now, she gets away. Now, when she runs out the door, there's a lady teacher, looks like, standing right there in that hallway. There's no other way, I don't think. You know, I can't quite remember, but, like, it seemed like that, that, that bathroom was at a dead end. Where does he go? Out the window? Uh, yeah, maybe out the window. As long as on the first floor. That's easy to do, I guess. I don't <laughs> know, though, because Sydney runs down a set of stairs, so it means Uh-oh. they'd have to be on a second floor. I like I don't understand. Like somebody would have had <laughs> to seen him come out. Yeah, we need to get like a subruder film on this. Just kind of go frame yeah, by frame. Something. Yeah, take that. Figure out exactly crazy. what happened. What <laughs> we found the flaw. <laughs> yeah, if he wasn't dead, that'd be a lot easier. I hear you. <laughs> he, he was awesome, though. I, I, I love Elm Street as well. Elm Street was great. Man, um, he seemed like such a good, like, kind of quiet, gentle guy for a horror director. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now school's canceled. Uh, there was a, There was a great quote like they're all walking home i was gonna put it into my uh you know favorite top 11 uh quotes from the movie but i couldn't find it mm-hmm. but um there's a quote where um as they're walking home like 
Stu, Stu's all pumped. His, his school's canceled, and Sydney and uh, Tatum and they're, they're walking, and he comes up and he's like, "Kizzo, Kizzo is is out." <laughs> you remember that scene? I love that yeah. fucking line, but I couldn't fucking find uh, it anywhere. The the scream, <laughs> it, it was hard to get. Uh, it was hard to get quotes and clips and shit. I don't know. They're pretty stingy with it. But I love that. But oh. that, that's that scene. They're all school's canceled. Everybody's pumped. They're gonna have a party at Stu's. You know, canceled school party. Um, Hell yeah! And now we get we get Principal Embry. He meets his he he meets his demise. It's a good scene though, because he yeah. He did you notice mocking. he's got he's got the uh, the Fonzie jacket in his in his closet there. <laughs> no, I never noticed that. Yeah. Apparently that was the actual oh. jacket. <laughs> oh, it's the actual one? Yep. Whoa. Huh. Yeah, like you know like you heard be. this on a behind the scenes thing where they're like, Yeah, yeah, Henry brought his own jacket in and just stuck it in there. Oh yeah, it was on the internet that that was the actual Fonzie jacket. So that's cool. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I yeah. I never noticed that. God damn it, man. I gotta pay attention to this shit. <laughs> but There's somebody's so much fucking going with on them. In this movie. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's pop culture-y. The people keep fucking yeah. with them. They're knocking on the door and shit. But they're not there. Uh, one of my favorite things is the scene when uh, when he is going after those two kids that are dressed in all the ghost face and he's talking shit about them. Whoever did the sound design in this scene is amazing because they, yeah. every time he swings the scissors around, he's just making the, the slashing noise and stuff. It's so good. Yeah. It is very awesome, yes. I, I appreciate that, too. I, I do like that as well. And yeah. then, uh, too, so, like, he, he opens the door. He's like, you fucking kids, or I don't know what the fuck he says. And then there's a janitor in the hall with, like, a red and uh, green sweater on. <laughs> and he's like, what'd you say? And he's like, oh, not you, Fred. Uh-oh. Wink, <laughs> wink. He's got Freddy the hat. He's got the sweater. He's got everything. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's not burned up. Yep. He's got, like, a beard. He's like an old guy. Um, Speaking of, so I, also, anyway, I like the uh, I like the line when in the Drew Barrymore part where she's they start talking about Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and uh, she's just like, yeah, the first one was scary, but the rest all sucked. <laughs> yeah, because that's the only one that yeah. Wes Craven did. But yeah, I mean it's it's not accurate because three is great. I love three. Yeah, three, three might be the best one. <laughs> um. So we get another one of those, you know, uh, horror tropes where, okay, he opened, he keeps opening the door, the janitor's out there. Oh, I don't know, it's just my imagination. Uh, I'm gonna shut the door mm-hmm. and just relax. And when he shuts the door, there boom, there's Ghostface. Yeah, he, he, there he is standing behind him, and he just like, I guess he stabs him or whatever. Another awesome scene though, where like. Uh, we see Embry, you know, uh, Fawn's laying on the ground, uh, and, and like, um, like the ghost face killer's mask like appears and shines in his eye, reflects mm, off his eyeball. Yeah. It's very good scene. Like, you know, I, obviously it's CGI or whatever, but it just it's uh, kind of cool looking the way they do it. I like it. Yeah, anytime they show something reflecting in someone's eyeball, it's always good. <laughs> they should just do it in yeah. every movie. It always works. I like it. I, I do like it. Um, we get a scene with, uh, we get a scene with Billy and Stu and Randy at the video store. Another very iconic scene. This is a very good scene. You know, there's a lot of horror references here. There's a lot of, you know, 
you know, just fun sort of horror tropey things going on, and Stu explaining what exactly, like who, why Billy is a prime suspect, and it's pretty fun. And Stu's kind of mocking mm-hmm. him, like, oh, okay there, you know, Randy. It's I hope you got this clip. Um, I have some, yeah. Where I have a little bit of this later on. I have a little bit. I don't know. Did you have clips too? Yeah, I think I've got most of that rule thing. It's pretty great. Okay. All right. Um, so, too, here's another thing that's odd. is like, at the same time, Sydney and Tatum, they're at the grocery store getting shit for this party later on. But Ghostface is always also in the grocery store. Like, do you find that weird? Like, nobody's <laughs> like, hey, who's the dude in the mask in the fucking cloak just hanging out down the fucking potato chips aisle? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was weird. <laughs> if it was now in 2020, that would not be unusual. No. No, not at all. <laughs> Everyone's got to wear their mask. Um... So the party's starting, you know, Sydney gets dropped off with uh, Tatum, you know, Dewey drops them off, like, which seems weird, because they're underage, but he knows everybody's getting hammered in there, and he's a cop, but he's cool with it, like, because even at <laughs> one just, point... He's like, watch the he, driving. <laughs> yeah, he even goes into the party, and he's like, <laughs> hey, is there alcohol in that? Ah, oh, I'm just fucking with you, just don't, you know, you know, watch the driving later on, that's all. Yeah, um, they do not watch their driving. <laughs> No, they probably killed all. more people than Ghostface later on because they almost run over Dewey. And yeah, know. it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't give a fuck. They're on the road, like cop nothing. Yeah. Uh, we get a good scene where Tatum gets it in the garage. Um, oh yeah, that Ghostface. seems great. Yeah, here's another classic thing. Like, oh, big crash, boom, bam. Oh, it's the cat. <laughs> yeah, that's another horror trope. You know that happened. How many times mm-hmm. a fucking cat or a, a cat or a dog makes some kind of fucking scare in the movie? But then Ghostface comes in, shit. and yeah, I hear you. That's what I'm saying. Like that—that's that, what I'm saying. Time. Craven, he understands, and he's you know like fuck you guys with your cat scares. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tatum. She tries to get out the cat door, but Ghostface just. Pushes the button and boom, she's done. Yep. No more tape. Yeah, it's so good. I don't know yeah. if a garage door would really support that weight and like wouldn't just. I stop. hear you. Most garage doors, I fat. think, just stop if there's anything in the way or, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're not that strong. Especially this is like a one car garage. Like it's so that motor's probably not meant to hold that much. <laughs> no, no, there's no way it's picking her up, and it's definitely not picking her up fast enough to fucking snap her neck or whatever the fuck happens, crushes her skull. I don't know what exactly what happens to her up there. Yeah. It's it's weird. They show the body later on and it looks very bloodless, but she is just smushed flat up there. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so, Tatum's, while Tatum's dying, fucking Sydney's upstairs fucking Billy, which is weird. I don't know. It's odd. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a whole like a weird terrible time to try to, uh, Lose your virginity, like oh, this guy may be a killer, but oh, this is this seems like a good idea. And I'm also like, maybe crying. she wait till they get caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like she's crying, but still wants to fuck him because she's worried about losing this guy. He's like, oh, he he's a horny guy. If I don't give it up, somebody will. And it's, I mean, well, all right, let somebody else get killed then. But <laughs> it's like that Vic scene the other day <laughs> where he's having sex with that lady and she's crying the whole time. Oh, yeah, it was 
oh, it was very awkward. It made my, you know, worst parts or whatever for that episode. <laughs> um, so what do we get? Oh, yeah, here's the scene where, uh, so the kids are all watching uh, movies. We get the rules scene. We'll play that later. Um, but they all find out Principal Embry's dead, so they all take off. They're like, we got to see him before they take him off the goalpost, because apparently he yeah. didn't just get stabbed in the office. Like, somehow... You know, these guys managed to get him up the the fucking goalpost without anybody noticing anything. They're hanging <laughs> a dead body on the goalpost. It, it couldn't have been the party's at nine. You know what time did this happen? Like six? Yeah. Somebody saw something, but whatever. It does, it's cool. It's cool. But we don't ever <laughs> see that. We don't, we, we don't get to see that as the audience. But this is where Gail no. and Dewey almost get run over by these kids because they're walking down the road and these kids aren't moving. Like you're either gonna get run over <laughs> or you're gonna jump in the weed. And they jump in the weeds. <laughs> and they start almost fucking. They almost, they're almost they almost going to fuck, I think. They're like, oh, should we just yeah. fuck since we're right here? I'm on top of you. And it's like, oh, isn't that the car you've been looking for? And it's like, oh, yeah, the car's in the weeds. <laughs> you just happen to jump into the exact right spot. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so then we get the, uh, the uh, post-coital scene. Oh, yeah. They're all fully dressed again. It was very very quick, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, because we were also, before, we were intercutting, like, um, Halloween that the kids were watching downstairs with what's going on upstairs in Sydney and, you know, Billy's bedroom. It's like, oh, here's the obligatory boob shot. And then right as that, they cut back upstairs and she's taking her blouse off and stuff. And you see her in the bra. You don't ever get to see the boobs. But, uh, it is pretty great pretty that good. he's talking to like you can never have sex or you're gonna die, and then as you know, Sydney's having sex. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> the way they did that is, is so good. Yeah. Great I, it is very good. But anyways, uh, they're talking afterwards, and then the ghost face guy comes in, and he stabs Billy. You're like, oh my god, it's not Billy. Billy's fucking dead. <laughs> ghost face just got him. Yeah. Ghost. Sydney gets away. She falls out the he's window. He's just a normal creep. Out. Yeah, he's just a regular old, just rapey, creepy kid. Nothing to do <laughs> yeah. with murder. He's fucking dead now. And it's like, I gave him, well, hey, at least I, you know, I got a little bit before he went. <laughs> but she falls out the window. I don't know. It's it's, it's odd. Because she gets stabbed and shit. Mm-hmm. But she runs to she, she runs to the news van after she, she falls out of the boat. She runs to the news van. Because she sees Tatum, and she's like, oh, no, Tatum's dead from that super powerful garage door opener. So she runs to the <laughs> news van, and Kenny Kenny's in there, and she's hiding with Kenny, but then Kenny gets his throat slit, and then Sydney gets stabbed in the arm mm-hmm. or whatever. It's crazy. It's all kinds of shit going on. Now, here's another thing that's weird. So they slit Kenny's throat, but then they put him on the roof. Like, why lift him up there? Like, why, why would you <laughs> yeah. pick a guy why up and matter? put him on the roof? Yes, at that point, who cares if somebody finds them? There's people everywhere. Yeah, if you want to fuck point. with the car, maybe like take you know cut the battery wires or something so they can't drive off. Instead of just throwing a guy yeah. on top of the car, which takes longer and is pointless. Um, They're very theatrical. Yes. Oh, it's very theatrical. So uh, what do we got here? Gail's in the van. She takes off. She almost runs Sydney over, I guess. She wrecks, but yeah, this is where we see, you know, what's his name, Kenny on top of the roof, Dewey's stabbed, mm-hmm. 
It's all kind of, all kinds of chaos has gone on now, Jank. Yeah. Yeah, you think Dewey's dead. He gets stabbed right in the back. And it's also it's, yeah. it's so great the way they do that scene because, like, Halloween is still playing in the living room, so you get to use that great Halloween score by just being on the TV. And it just makes the scene so much more intense because that's the greatest, like, horror score of anything ever made, <laughs> in my opinion. Now, do, you, do they have to get, like, do you have to get the rights for shit? Like, I understand, like, if they're playing Halloween, they had to get the rights for that. But, like, do you have to get the rights to mention the howling or are you allowed to just say the howling? Like, when that girl's like, hey, what movie at E.T. Yeah, just to mention it. I think, yeah, I think you're fine to do that. Mm, all right. Like, do you think John Carpenter Although, was cool with it? Like, oh, yeah, you're going to use my movie and your movie? All right, that sounds fun. <laughs> as long as there's a steady paycheck in it, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, to order that's what I was going to say. Or do you think it was just money, money, money? Yep. <laughs> that's how I would do it. Yeah, I hear you. How many zeros on that check? All right, sure. I don't know um, it's a good move, so it's not like it's hurting his brand any. So Sydney gets away from the thing and all this shit, whatever, and we're getting to the end here. And so Randy comes into the house or whatever, and Billy shoots him. Well, yeah, but like where Randy we... and Stu both get to the door at the same time. And they're both kind of like stabbed or acting like they've been stabbed. And like Sydney's kind of like, uh, I don't know which one of you to trust. And they're both kind of pointing fingers at each other and throwing each other under the bus, and she was like, ah, fuck you both. <laughs> Locks them both outside. Yeah, she shuts the door. Yeah, that, my bad. Yeah, I did skip yeah. the scene here. Yeah. And Billy <laughs> comes stumbling scene. down the stairs. Like, he's not dead. He's just kind of bloody. He's very bloody yeah. at this point. He, he's losing blood hardcore. So he comes stumbling, bumbling down the stairs, but Randy, Randy gets in the house somehow. I don't remember how, though. Yeah, somehow I don't remember either. Yeah. Huh. But he he gets in, but Billy shoots him. Mm-hmm. And, and then Stu gets Turns in. Turns he was a murderous creep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Billy's fine at this point. And then Stu comes in, and it's all big illusion. It was corn syrup on Billy. He never got stabbed. Him and Stu have been working the fucking whole thing together, and they tell her the whole fucking plan. And why? I do like that Sydney is like, uh... She thinks Stu is, you know, going to help her and for some reason, even though, like, clearly somebody, you know, fake-stabbed Billy. So it's got to be somebody who's left, and it's pretty obvious who it would be, his best friend. Yeah, I hear you, but at the same time, like, maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe she was just holding out hope, a little bit of hope. Yeah. Maybe maybe Randy was the other one, even though he's not yeah. seven foot tall. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so they tell her the whole plan. The dad, the dad who's been missing, oh, they kidnapped him. He's been, I guess, hiding in the closet. I don't know where the fuck the dad's been this whole time. <laughs> it, it's been yeah, I think they're, they're at Stu's house, I think. So I guess Stu's parents are also out of town, and he managed to stash the dad there. Oh, I see. All right, so... I'm assuming, like, uh, the dad's still wearing the same clothes that he was wearing in that first scene, so they must have, like, while... While Billy was kind of distracting Nev Campbell, like they, like Stu must have went in and kidnapped the dad or something. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Huh? I like that. So yeah. they're gonna. What they're gonna do is they're gonna they're gonna kill Sydney and then they're gonna frame the dad and kill him, make it look like a suicide, and then they stab each other to make themselves look like not innocent victims, just survivors. 
And this is another great scene here where they these two start stabbing oh. each other. It is <laughs> yeah. one of those best scenes. Like my favorite line, <laughs> I have a clip of it. It comes out of this scene after they're, they're stabbing <laughs> each other and they're having a hard time about it. And it, it it's fucking it's it's brutal and hilarious at the same time because they're mm-hmm. dying and they're bleeding and it's it looks painful, but yet yeah, it's fucking funny as shit. So, because clearly, like they're they're trying to you know make these stab wounds as as you know as the plan at least is to try to make them as shallow as possible and stuff like that, but they just can't help themselves. And once once Billy goes a little bit too deep, Stu can only retaliate. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So they yeah they're starting to turn on each other a little bit. It, it, it's funny. Yeah. Um, Matthew Lillard so, is amazing in this scene. He is so over the top, but it's fucking glorious. Matthew Lillard is – he's awesome in, throughout this whole movie. He is so fucking yes. great in this fucking movie. He's probably he's the best come up part later. of this movie. Yeah, he's By definitely far. the best part of this movie <laughs> for me anyways. Yep. Um, so anyway, Sydney's gone now because these two are so busy stabbing each other and fucking talking shit or whatever. And she ends up calling those two on the phone. And long story short, now she's dressed up as the ghost face. And she stabs <laughs> Billy with an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> like the I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, TV. Uh, Stu gets a TV dropped on his head. Mm-hmm. And uh, so actually, I was trying to figure know, out how they filmed that, but <laughs> I don't know. Because it looked like it was really falling on his head. Yeah, maybe it did. Maybe, <laughs> I don't maybe think you could it. do that. Was yeah, maybe they hollowed out the screen and stuff and. I don't know. Maybe it's made out of cheese. (laughs) I I want that TV. (laughs) So Stu's done. Billy's done. Oh, Billy's not done. He's back up again. Now he gets on top of Sydney. He's going to stab the fuck out of her, and Gail shoots him. (laughs) Just blast him with this one. This is the second time Gail's popped up, which is like this whole ending scene goes on probably a little too long, where she's like, oh, yeah. I thought this person was dead, but now they're back again. And now this person's back again for the second time. It's just like, all right. Yeah, because Gail got like drop kicked much. out the fucking door into a post on the porch and just knocked <laughs> her out. And Billy's just kind of like, all right, that's good enough. Like, you'd think he would have just, just put one in her just to be sure. Like, all right, this bitch ain't getting back up. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna put one in, or just I'm gonna plug her, just so I don't have to even worry about it. But he, he doesn't, and she comes back. She shoots him, like you said. It's her 38th time coming back. They're all like the Undertaker. Like no matter what you do, they just they, they just <laughs> do it. They sit up and they're fine again. Everything's good. So <laughs> then we get this whole the narrative thing about just like having it's like having the uh, in in Endgame when Iron Man's just like I am Iron Man and he saves everyone. It's like if they tried to do that three or four times, <laughs> they just couldn't do it. And then by the third. <laughs> time he finally gets it right it's like all right well you lost right. a little momentum yeah. there <laughs> you're, you're iron man we get it all right. um <laughs> so then like we get this whole another fucking oh normally in a horror movie you know we get another little trope explanation from randy he's explaining like well if this was a horror movie you get one last scare and then billy jumps up ah but then sydney just puts one right between the eyes it's like not in my movie mm-hmm. bitch <laughs> but i mean he wasn't wrong. They did have him pop up for one last scare. She should have yeah. shot a little bit early if he didn't want that in her movie. Yeah. 
But it was pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And then yeah. the movie kind of just ends with Gail outside. I don't know. Somehow she has now a cameraman, a producer, and a mic holder. <laughs> like, I don't know where she got a crew after Kenny was just dead on the roof about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> but she somehow has an entire crew, and she's doing an on-the-scene exclusive. This is Gail Weathers, and that's kind of where the movie ends. Yeah, we do find out that Dewey is alive. Like, they're wheeling him off. So he, he's not totally dead. Um, but he does come away with this, or from this whole thing with a bunch of nerve damage, <clears throat> which they conveniently forget about by the fourth movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the fourth movie on right now. <laughs> yeah, there's none of that anymore. Like, two and three, yeah. he's, his arm is all, like, stiff and stuff, and his leg, he's walking with a limp and shit. By the fourth one, no, nothing. <laughs> Perfectly healed. Maybe up. the fourth one. Maybe the fourth one. They were negotiating, like, "Hey, listen, we, we can only give you like a tenth of what you were making on the other ones." Like a tenth. All right, wait. Well, I ain't I ain't limping around anymore. <laughs> I'm only limping a tenth like as that. much then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where we end, Jank. That's the end of yeah. Scream. Yeah. Oh, we should mention um, that basically the whole reason Billy was doing this in the first place was that he found out that. Uh, Sid's mom was having sex with his father and that's what made Billy's mom leave the family like she just fucking peaced out and was out of there so this was all kind of revenge for that because uh, it turns yeah. out that Sidney's mom was a little bit of a whore <laughs> yeah she was a little skankerello yeah we I, yeah I did mention or I did miss many key points we also find out that it, it, <laughs> Cotton didn't do it we you know he, he isn't yeah she was just yeah, having was, sex it, with Cotton because again she gets around um, in fact, yeah. here's a here's a little clip from uh, a deleted scene where Sydney's Ooh. dad was confronting Maureen Prescott before before she died. All yeah. right. You was here, and you was smooching with my brother. Don't give me that. You've been smooching <laughs> with everybody. Snuffy, Al, Leo, little Mo with the gimpy leg, cheeks, bony Bob, Cliff. I could go on forever, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, is yep. that from she Home was sure Alone getting around. 2? <laughs> yep, sure was. Yeah. Okay, I, I thought so. It's uh, <laughs> Angels with Dirty Wings or whatever, right? That movie yeah, that I think it was Angels with Filthier Souls in that one. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, okay. I, I couldn't remember. <laughs> okay, Filthy Wings. Keep the change, you <laughs> filthy animal. Yeah, the, I, I love I the Home Alone movies. Me too, those are I think, uh Probably, Jank, palate cleanser after season four, we, we, I think maybe Home Alone. Like, we'll probably be co- close to Christmas. Oh. Yeah, think, that should Alone? be right around Christmas time. Sure. Yeah, let's do Home Alone. I'm down. I love that movie. All right. Boom. Already planning shit, people. Fucking A. <laughs> yeah. There won't be any surprise, but you're getting Home Alone. I love Home Alone. <laughs> or we could do Christmas Story, but I like Home Alone. All right, anyways. So, yeah, we find out, you know, Cotton didn't do it, and, uh, you know, her mom is a whore. <laughs> yeah, a little about bit. It. Yeah, that's about it. And Billy was just, or uh, Stu was just kind of going along with Billy, I guess, because it's the 90s. That's what you do. <laughs> you didn't need you a do. It was grungy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He was just bored. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Who was? Idle hands and shit. <laughs> no, I was bored. I was always like, man, life sucks, man. Fucking hate it, man. Fucking A, man. That's what I was like back then. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like a, right. 
Yeah, I'm not like that anymore. That's true. Like, stuff does, stuff still does suck, but I'm just like, all right, well, whatever. I got, you know, yeah, now just I got Scream to watch. I can watch Scream, drink some beers, and I don't <laughs> give a fuck what the fuck you guys are doing out there. <laughs> yeah, if anything, stuff does suck more now, but you just get used to it, I guess. Yeah, I just turn, just tune it out, Jank. That's all you can do. Just tune it out. Yeah. So is this a ten out of ten for you? Um. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty. Yeah. Pretty fucking perfect. I don't yeah, know how you can really movie. nitpick too much. This movie's amazing, Jank. It really is amazing. I love it. I've seen it. It is so well crafted. Times. Like. Every little scene, if there's like little details where you're just like, oh, like that means if you're trying to piece together like who was killing who, like who was Ghostface at each time, like you can kind yeah. of start putting it together just based on the little details. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess we should explain that there was two Ghostfaces. Obviously, I mean, yeah. we know Billy and Stu were doing it, but there had they were both. You know, I think at times they both had to be out there, right? As like, yeah, there had to be at least one time where they were both ghost facing at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, definitely when they were going after Sydney that first time, I'm assuming both of them were there. But I don't know for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, and definitely at Drew Barrymore's house because you know she, you know somebody knocks at the front door or whatever, but then the chair comes through the back door. They were both there. Mm-hmm. They both had to be. Ghostfacing at that time, so yeah, it, it, it's yeah. pretty cool though. Although, I mean, he does say that he was with Tatum that night, so I don't know how that fits. Wow. Well, yeah, that's true <laughs> too. Huh? Maybe he was there I'm earlier or something, but this is a ten out of ten. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I, I agree. The movie is, is phenomenal. I have a screen mask out in my front yard right now, Jank. It's on a stick. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's my flower bed. <laughs> Like you killed Ghostface. Yeah. It, like, apparently, it has, like, all this, like, uh, plastic tubing and shit. You can hook it up and it bleeds, but I didn't want to get into all that. Oh, nice. Like a, yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't even know where the fuck like it came from. I, I found it when I was, like, uh, like you know, I was furloughed this, this year. I was painting the house and cleaning shit up and throwing shit out, and I found it. And I'm like, where the fuck did I get this screen mask at? But... I don't know. It's outside now. Makes me horny. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird thing to say. Only we're having that garage sale this weekend. Ah. So, um, <laughs> Scare all the people what are we away. doing next, Jank? Uh, well, for this movie, I went through and I did our usual uh, Mackey's Clubhouse categories for the most part. Uh, not oh, by okay. quotes, but I figured your your top 11 will cover that. So, um, so I did the typical, the, the main four categories. Uh, the Kristen Bell Best Guest Star Award, that had to go to uh, Wes Craven as Fred the Janitor. <laughs> that's just such oh, is that him? Little Easter egg. Yeah, yep. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was Wes Craven there. I didn't recognize yeah. him. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know what Wes Craven looks but... like. Yeah, they did kind of gussy him up, like he's got more hair and stuff like that. Yeah, he has like but a big yeah, that's, shaggy that's white Craven. beard and shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Huh. Yeah, so he snuck himself in there, which I always appreciate. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I didn't even know. Look at that thing. That's what I'm saying. I've seen this movie 30 times, 40 times. Didn't know Linda Blair was in it. Didn't know Fonz's jacket was in it. Didn't know Wes Craven was in it. I found all that out today. 
Yeah, there's, there's learning. so much out I'm there. Learning, so much learning going on. It's like my mind's just opening up, expanding, <laughs> expanding. It's always like Sydney losing her virginity. It's just opening up. It's opening up. <laughs> Flower. Uh, next up, we got the the MVP award. I think we're both on the same page on this one. It had to go to Matthew Lillard. Oh my God, he's so goddamn good in this movie. <laughs> he really yeah, is. I love him. He is yeah. fucking amazing. Every line yeah. reading is just way off the beaten path, and you're just like, this guy is great. <laughs> he is so Oscar. over the top in this movie. Just that He makes so many <laughs> weird, goofy faces, weird voices, but it just works. At one point in that final scene when they're kind of going over their plan, like he's flat out like, got like spit coming out of his mouth and oh, it's rolling down his face. So <laughs> gross. Yeah, gotta have a sequel. He's just going for yeah, it. It's just, my God, he's so over the top. Kizzo, oh, I love everything he's doing. Yeah, I love, I love him in this movie. He is absolutely the best part of Scream. Unlike Pete Ulrich, who is way overdoing it with like the trying to be an evil guy, where you're just like, yeah, this guy. You can tell the whole movie that this guy's a villain. Like yeah. Matthew Lillard, you kind of buy him as being like it's just a goofy kind of spazzy kid <laughs> yeah just like a typical 90s teenager or whatever they're supposed yeah. to be 18 i don't know like he's just he's just horny and wants to drink some beers and fuck and just be whatever just let's go listen to pearl jam yeah he's like the proto stifler basically <laughs> yes yeah kind of yeah a little bit yeah who would you rather hang out with? Well, I guess Stu's going to stab you at some point. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for the stabbing part, probably Stu. Oh, I'd definitely hang out with Stifler. <laughs> I'd hang Stifler's mom, too. Yeah, I'd go for Stifler's mom. Hell yeah. Stifler's <laughs> mom. All right, true. so We've never anyways. seen Stu's mom. Maybe she's still pretty good. Um, That's true. Yeah. Oh, wait. We'll do an inter- intermission here because I did take a look at to see what the body count was for this version of Ghostface. Uh, Billy and Stu, they got six people. Hmm. Throughout this respectable, movie. it's solid. Yeah. It's definitely. I looked at the other movies, and uh, this is the least of all of the ghost faces. But you know, it's the first one. They gotta always try to you know up the ante in the sequel. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's solid. It's like a B. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> And they definitely stretched it out over a long time frame. That they started with Maureen a fucking year ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they almost count. kept it together for a little bit. Yep. Um, let's see. The Vendrell Cup for the biggest fuck up. Uh, it hurts to do this, but Sydney, <laughs> your decision to sleep with uh with Billy there was pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> I don't like, understand why she did that either. Yeah. Like, he's just a creep. <laughs> he seems evil. There's no reason for you to do this, especially if you're even at all on the fence that he might be the killer. Like, wait till the killer gets caught. Obviously, the killer's either going to get caught or you're going to die. So either way, just wait till it's over <laughs> to, before you make any big decision. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. That about sums up that decision. 
<laughs> All right, and, and the Dumpy Award for the uh, the worst part of the movie. Um, I have a couple, not like they ruin the movie for me or anything like that, but they're just kind of odd. Um, so <laughs> some of the way that they talk, I'm glad that they talk about horror movies and like mention them by names and stuff, but some of the way they talk about them, it doesn't make sense. It's like no one would talk like that. Like, you know, like they ask uh, Drew Barrymore, you know, what's your favorite scary movie? And she's like, um, you know, Halloween, that one with the guy in the white mask who kills babysitters. Like who? Well, why wouldn't you just say Halloween, like, and assume he knows what Halloween is? Yes. <laughs> and once again, like, he, it's not like Michael Myers specifically stalks babysitters. It's one specific <laughs> yeah. person that he's fucking after in that movie. <laughs> she also apparently does not know her Friday the 13th. She could be a babysitter. Mm-hmm. She could be a bank teller. She could be an astronaut. She could be the head chef at some fucking restaurant. She just happens to be a babysitter. It's not like that's his fucking fetish. Ooh, I like to kill no. babysitters. We don't know what the... F- he yeah, the rest talk. of the movies weren't about that. I got news for you. Michael Myers is a biatch! <laughs> Aww. Fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that's true. Jason is pretty cool. I... Dude, um, the next I, one? I, I, want, I really want to get that new box set of the Friday the 13th. It's all like whatever, 4K, Blu-ray, all that shit. It Is looks that awesome. Yet? But I, I think so, yeah. I think it just came out recently, like in that last week or so. Oh, shit. I don't know how much it is, but I don't have a 4K TV. I don't have a Blu-ray player, so then there's no point in really me buying any of that. Well, you got to get on that. Yeah. I think if you so, go to sponsors, if you're listening and you want to give me 4K televisions, and I'll talk <laughs> all day about them, or Blu-ray players, or yeah. Friday the 13th box sets. I love all of those things. Blu-ray player you can get for real cheap. Like, they're probably only 30 bucks. All right, now, I'll pick that one up myself then. All right, so, you know, the box <laughs> set or the TV. Well, probably the TV. I get the box set. Just give me the TV. Jake needs one too, right, Jake? You want, you want a 4K, <laughs> sure. right? Like yeah. 55, 60 inches? Oh, I, th- I think, yeah, for, I'll take one of those. I mean, mine's probably right. 60, but, you know, let's, let's get another one. Back to back. What do you, oh, you have a 4K TV? <laughs> uh, I think it is. I think it's 4K. Yeah. No, you don't see that. Isn't that a weird thing, like a lot of those 4K things have? Or, you know, have you ever seen, like, some of those TVs where it looks like everything's scrolling in a weird way? And it's like, oh, this looks weird. Like, it doesn't do that, luckily. I don't know about scrolling. I know one thing. My sister, when we go over to her house, her TV has this look to it. It's amazing to me. It's almost like you're looking out a window at a real, like, just people out in your yard or whatever. And yes. I want that. I love that. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I, I guess I need a – but she's had this TV forever and shit. It's not like she just got this thing. She's had it for a lifetime. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I love that look. <laughs> I, I, that's what I want with 4K. I want it to look like I'm just looking at real people. I like that weird look. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. It, it always strikes me as this is what it looks like when they're filming it. Like, this is what it looks like on set, and you're just like, oh, it looks like a set now. This doesn't look like TV anymore. Uh. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Ghost, Ghostface... Uh, Wagging his arm around through the door frame again in uh, part four. <laughs> like, eh, I'll just try anyway. Yeah. 
Um, might as well. Got to reach yeah. for that success. Uh, All right, so. <laughs> so my next my next one for uh, the dumpy, I had the the fact that there was no nudity. Uh, I mean, it's very clever Aww. the way they do it, where they cut away and in the middle of Randy's speech. Like, that's that's very clever. I like how they did that. But still, there should have been some boobs. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's very, like I said, clever that they called it out like that. But, you know, it wouldn't hurt. I mean, if you are troping up a horror movie, that you should have a naked girl in it at some point. Or dude. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like Tom Cruise in all the right moves. Yes. You can see his penis. <laughs> and uh the other one I had was uh everyone calling their cell phones cellulars. <laughs> oh, I hear this happens yeah. many, many times throughout the whole movie and it's just like, What the fuck? I don't remember a time where we ever just referred to things as my cellular. I think like I think uh even in uh, what song is it where Tupac says they they're jealous because they see you rapping on your cellular? I think <laughs> early on they they were called cellulars early on. It was a common name for them. But at one point, like I like how the it, it just shows us where we're at. This is 1996, and yeah. that sheriff asked Billy, you know, Billy Loomis. Loomis, by the way, is a homage to uh, you know Loomis from the Halloween. Yeah, Doctor Loomis. Loomis. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's like. Why do you have a cellular telephone? He's like, come on, Sheriff, everybody got them these days or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> it's wow. It's the 90s. It's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I didn't have a cell phone at that point. I know I did not. Oh, me neither. I think yeah, my parents may have them. by that point, or maybe that was later in the 90s. But, yeah, like no one was ever allowed to touch it or use it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was 23 at, at, well, how, in 96. I was 22, well, I don't know, whatever. I was born in 23. But all I'm saying is this. Uh, I didn't have a cell phone until I was, I think I was almost 30 when I got a cell phone. Like, that's when I was like, all right, maybe I should get one. But, it, you know, <laughs> it, it, in, in 1996, it wasn't a thing, and a lot of people didn't have them. Yeah. I guess they're in, like, some, you know, kind of hoity-toity rich suburb, it seemed like. So maybe yeah. everyone there has Wo- them. Woodsboro, California. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna be on the website, right. you gotta have that. Do you got any um you got any other awards to give? Um, that's it for that one. Okay. Well I did a recast real quick. Oh you know. I yeah, like you it. know, you, you know we recast on the show as well. I don't know how I don't know how logical any of this makes, and I kind of threw them together quick, but here's what I think. Okay, so Vic okay. is Billy, and Shane is mm. Yeah, that seems that seems very accurate. Yeah, like, that, Vic is definitely, like, the shady, conniving guy. He's, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to try to hurt you and kill you. Very and serious. And, and Shane is definitely just going to do whatever Billy tells him to do. <laughs> so... And he's also pretty oh. goofy at times, or he's just like, what the yeah. fuck is this guy doing? Got them chops. I can see him spitting all over himself and shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lem, is, Lem is Randy. Randy's the guy that's oh. always like, we, you know, if we, just, if we just do it this way, play by these mm-hmm. rules, everything will play. be fine. I don't understand why you guys don't want to play by these rules. 
You know, he he's that guy, and that's kind of how he is yeah, on the show. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and then I don't know. Like I just it? got Ronnie down as uh, Sydney. I don't know why. Like he's just kind of <laughs> kind of quiet guy, but you know, I guess he could punch you in the Not face the most if he personality. had stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I I guess he's cute. I don't know. Not not overly hot. Um, Dutch is Dewey because he's just kind of the goofy detective that everybody just kind of gives yeah. a hard time to, even though like he really wants to just do a good job. Everybody still just busts his balls. You're just like you're a dick. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, like he is competent, but no one will treat him as such. His sister shows up to like give him shit at work. <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I got. That's I the kind of shit that, that would happen in Dutch. Yeah. Yep. The janitor's your superior. She says that to him at one point. <laughs> Which brings me to the bitch uh, Tatum. I went with Mara. I'm like, okay, well she could be. Mara. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if only she got Mara. an incident with a fucking garage door. Huh. You know what's weird too is like now I'm now that I'm looking at this, I said Shane was Stu. And Mara was Tatum. Oh, yeah. That worked out nicely. Yeah, I hear you. You were thinking um, three moves ahead. I didn't even I didn't even realize that till just now. Uh Claudette would be Principal <laughs> Embry. Like she just like she really wants to just you know get to the bottom of this. Like you guys don't be ridiculous. Like uh, how could you act mm-hmm. like this? fucking kids, you know, get the fuck out of my sight like that. I guess, you know, whatever. I'm stretching. Uh, Cotton Weary that makes sense. is O'Brien. Just a guy <laughs> that got set up for somebody else's benefit. So, so I put O'Brien in. Yeah. Perfect. You know, yep. yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect to hear from O'Brien, but I like it. <laughs> it's very and fitting. And then I got... Danny as that bitchy cheerleader in, in the bathroom. I don't know. I could just see her being petty and talking shit on people behind their back and stuff. She seems like that type. Yeah. And then the last yeah. one I have, I don't know why, I just put Aceveda down as Kenny the camera guy. <laughs> <laughs> why not? We'll just wedge him in there. He can get his throat slit. Yeah, he's got to do van. something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so those are my recasts. Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah. yeah I guess it, I like that I a lot. It worked out. That was all right. Okay, uh, Before Jackson. we start getting into clips, um, let's talk yeah. a little bit about the sequels. Um, all right. <laughs> how do you feel about the sequels? What are your favorites? What are your least favorites? Um... I would... I, I Oh, I mean, I like the sequels. You know, they're all... They're all solid. Uh... The, yeah. There's elements of all of them I like. There's elements of all of them I don't care for. You know, that sort of thing. If I had to rate mm-hmm. 2, 3, and 4, I would probably go 3, 4, 2. Like 3 is your number 2? Like 3 is my favorite one, my favorite wow. sequel, and then 4 is my second favorite, and then 2 is my least favorite. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Why? Well, definitely do you have rank a flip them? in there. <laughs> uh, oh, I think okay. we're both in agreement that number one is the best by far. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one's far and away. I'm just saying the sequels. One is one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I agree with you that number four uh, is the third best, but then I have number <laughs> two as my second. 
Yeah. And three is my my bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I like three. I, I get. I don't know, but that whole that whole like uh, where they're having the premiere and shit. I, I don't know. I like it for some reason. <laughs> um, premiere. I don't even remember it's that like part. The, I just watched this again. Not the other a premiere. <laughs> uh, not a premiere. Like a festival. They're having that whatever that festival is, right? That's three. Mm, no, because like, they're, they're just trying to film the movie at that point. Like, they're working on Stab 4 or something like that, or Stab 3. Um, and it, it, they just started production, and then the people started getting killed, so they kind of shut it down. Um, All right, hold on, hold on. Because <laughs> I remember, like, there's a what, – what movie is it? There's, there's, like, a festival going on, like, and uh, there's, like, a – Somebody's watching. I remember there being hay, and there's people watching movie. It's maybe outdoors. Oh, that's four. On a big... That's yeah, four? it's the Sabathon in four. Yep. Oh, all right. So then, <laughs> all right, all right. Then never mind. Okay. So then, no, no, no. no I'm switching this <laughs> up again. I, I'm going. I, I, I fucked this up because I don't know the sequels as well. I've seen them all. Like I have four on right now, but I don't know it. I've only seen it a couple times here and there. Um. <laughs> I'm switching it up then. So then I'm going, okay, two, four, three then. Yes. I'm on the same page. Two, two and three. All right. Okay, <laughs> two, four, three. Yes, you're right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Fuck three that. to me is, is tough. Um, just rewatching it again the other day, I think I like it even less now than I, than I did before. Um, like, it, it's a very strange movie because, like, Sydney, you know, who's like the star of this whole franchise, She's not really in the movie until like 50 minutes in. <laughs> um, is this the one? Like an hour how, is this the one that opens with? Um, who who does it open with? Is it like two girls? Cotton. No, this is the one that opens with Cotton. Oh. Um, yeah, the even the opening trying is to not get as home good. to his wife because somebody's going to kill mm-hmm. her or something. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then he gets killed, and the wife gets killed, and it's it's yeah. not even a good opening scene. Like the ones, the obviously we talked about the Drew Barrymore scene in this one, which is great. The second one opens with the scene in the movie theater with Jada Pinkett Smith, where she gets killed. Like that was cool and memorable, but this one's just like, yeah, I don't know. He's trying to drive so that this guy doesn't kill his wife, and then he gets there and they yeah, get this movie okay, it's not I'm memorable at, at all. Wikipedia now, yeah, it, this one does kind of blow. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I mean, four, I, the three. twist at the end of the, who the killer was, I, I don't know. It's okay. It's not terrible, but just the movie itself is badly paced, and so many of the scenes are just dumb. And I think it's kind of like, um, I guess after Columbine, there's a lot of pressure on movies where they're trying to tone down the violence and shit like that. So they kind of tried to make this one more comedic and less violent, and it just did not work. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm reading it. I don't. Yeah, this one, this one blows. Yeah, let's just forget this one. <laughs> we'll forget this one happened. There is one really good scene in this one, though. Um, Nude. Yeah, I got a clip here. An amazing scene from Scream Three. <laughs> here we go. Oh shit, Zombo! It's that TV news shit, Connie fucking John. Hey, Connie, how's Maury? Dude, I think she's looking at me. See how she's looking at me? Jane Silent Bob? Yep. When uh, they're throwing Gail out of the studio. 
Uh, Gail was like at the studio and she's kind of getting mouthy. So they, they tossed her out and uh, <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob are waiting in line for like a studio tour and they see Gail getting tossed out and Jay thinks she's Connie Chung. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's cool though. And then yeah, Wes Craven so shows up very in brief cameo. Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Hell yeah. We love this monkey! So <laughs> Jesus, a monkey, West? We're not even trying anymore. <laughs> what? Do something. <laughs> so good. We love this movie. Uh, All right. Yep. So they're, yeah, my, uh, they're my Kristen Bell Award for that movie, for sure. Yeah. Oh, Jane hell yeah. Silent Bob. Yeah. No doubt. Two is pretty fun. I don't mind two at all. Like that one for me is it's up there. Not you know, obviously not as good as the first movie, but still pretty damn solid. It yeah. moves it to like the college campus, which is a good kind of location to have a, a movie. And we get uh, Lori Metcalf in this, and anytime you get Lori <laughs> yeah. Metcalf, you're doing all right because she's pretty she's pretty good <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she's she's not bad. Timothy Oliphant, and we get, too, uh, young Timothy Oliphant. Uh, that's how I was going to say Timothy Gellers Oliphant. Sarah Michelle Gellar's in that shit. Sarah Michelle Gellar, yeah, I like her. Yeah. And who, who's Jada Pinkett with? Is that uh, Omar Epps? Uh, Omar Epps, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's a, a great that opening, a opening. opening Yeah. It, it really is. is. <laughs> it's very memorable. Yeah. She's just up there dying and in front again, of the screen, like, and people I, you know, slowly start again, to realize. It's, it's another trope, though. You know, it's like, oh, the... The black guy went first in that movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. When they call yeah, that out, right. it's pretty great. Yeah. So it's fun. I don't know. Yeah, Scream Yeah, there's a whole, like, yeah, there's a whole part where they're just in, like, film class talking about sequels and shit like that. It's pretty good. All that stuff works pretty well. Yeah. So do you want to give away the ending and who the killer is and all that? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, Scream 2, uh, we basically find out that it's Timothy Oliphant and Laurie Metcalf. They're the killers. Um, Timothy yeah. Oliphant is just a crazed film student who is just kind of going along with uh, with Laurie Metcalf on this because he's, you know, just crazy, basically. And he wants to do this whole thing where he's going to, you know, when he's on trial, he's going to blame it on the movies, and it'll be this whole movie defense. He's like, no one's ever done it. So he, I guess he wants to be famous for that. Uh, but Laurie Metcalf, She's pretty integral to the, uh, the overarching story, I guess, in a way. Uh, you know who she plays, Larry? She plays Billy's mom. Yeah. The one yeah, who Billy left from because the... Billy's dad was fucking Sydney's mom. Yeah. So that's cool, though. At least, you know, at least there's that tie back or that call back or whatever to that, at least. At least it ties her in. At least yeah. she has a motive and shit. Okay, it's like, oh, it's the scorned wife who was getting cheated on, and, you know, your fucking family ruined my family, and fuck you now. <laughs> She's, like, so pissed that, like, that Nev Campbell killed her son, but it's like, well, you also just abandoned the kid. Like, <laughs> you clearly didn't that love him true. that much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, then Scream 3, that one comes along. Do you remember who the killer was in Scream 3? Oh, no, I don't remember in Scream 3. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a weird one. Um, there's all, this is the only time so far that there's only been one killer. Uh, it was just one dude, um, played by Scott Foley, 
It was a film director, the director of uh, Stab 3, basically. Roman Bridger was his name. Um, and it turns out that he was, he's basically Sydney's half-brother. <laughs> they mm. really got weird I on this one and reaching now. back. Yeah, because apparently, like, before she met Sydney's father, um, when she was, like, you know, like 18 years old, she went out to Hollywood and tried to make it in the movies. And she, like, you know, basically got casting couched and all this shit. And a bunch of producers took turns on her. And uh, she had a kid with, you know, she got pregnant, had the kid, and just kind of gave the kid up and fucked off back to Woodsboro. And uh, so this is that kid all grown up. And apparently that you find out in this movie that he was the one kind of behind Billy and Sue. Like, he knew, he he had gone to look up, you know, his his biological mother found out she was cheating on everybody and stuff like that. And he's like, Hey, uh, Billy, like I got this videotape of your mom having sex or your dad having sex with this lady. Like, what are you going to do about it? And so he was trying to get them to do his dirty work basically. So all of this was masterminded by him essentially <laughs> got needlessly elaborate by the end there. Uh Oh, Larry. Hello? Hello? Jank. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me or no? Oh, God. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah, now I can hear you. <laughs> what the fuck was going on? I don't know what the hell was happening there. I don't know. All right. Okay, weird. so <laughs> I heard everything you said. I heard everything. I oh, okay, that's good. I don't know what the hell good. was going on. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Fucking blog right. talks. That's what I'm saying. Skype Skype yeah. is free and it sounds better, but we can't play clips over there, so we had to do it on blog <laughs> yeah. talk. Fuck you, blog talk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was kind of the big trying to tie it all in a knot and try to t- you know tie the third one back into the beginning again. Uh, yeah. Scream 4, yeah, that one comes along many, many years later. Yeah, it was a while later after between 3 and 4. I don't remember how many years, but it had to be like 10 years or so, right? Yeah, I think it was 10, or maybe maybe a little bit less. Cause I want to say it was 15 years after the first one. So that was probably okay. in 2011. And I think Scream 3 was 2000, so... Yeah, that's just about. Yeah, okay. Ten, eleven years. But the killer in that is, um, I think it's another double killer, right? Isn't it like Macaulay? Yep. It's not Macaulay Culkin. Kieran Culkin, or which <laughs> Culkin is it? Probably. Yeah, I think he's the, like the Billy Baldwin of the Culkins, where he's just like, oh, this guy, he's the worst yeah. one of them all. <laughs> yeah, there, Macaulay there and are Kieran three are both Culkins, right? Yeah. The one on uh, Succession is pretty good. He's great on that show. I don't I don't know which one that is. Uh it's Kieran, I believe. Okay. Which one was in Scott Pilgrim? That's Kieran. Oh, I think so, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, this guy with his on. fucking long hair just he's definitely the worst. <laughs> I got I, I gotta know well, which Culkin it is now though. Uh this is Rory, I think. Oh Rory Cal- Cochran. Culkin? Culkin. <laughs> Culkin. Yeah. Oh 
I forgot Kristen Bell was at the beginning of this movie, too. Oh. Hell yeah. She definitely wins the Kristen Bell Award for that movie. (laughs) Alison Brie? Yeah, she wins that award. Yeah, it is Rory Culkin. Scream 4 has so many good-looking ladies in it. They definitely max out their budget on that, I think, more than anything else. I I hate the beginning of Scream 4, where they're just like, there's so many fake openings, and it's just like, this is going on for far too long. Oh, uh, yeah, I kind of remember that. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention yeah. when it came on today. But it turns out to yep. be like, isn't it like it's uh, Rory Culkin, and then who is it? Like, is it Sydney's Emma Roberts? Yeah. Cousin? Is it her cousin or her niece or something? Uh, I think it's her cousin, because uh, her mom was Sydney's sister. Her mom. So, yeah, okay. they'd be cousins. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, so. I, I can't even remember her motive. I don't even, like, it, oh, it's just so tough being your cousin around here that I'm pissed off. Pretty much. I don't remember. What yeah, the, I think I she kind of saw, like, she's, like, fucked off, or pissed off that Sydney is getting all this attention, and, like, oh, she's writing a book now, and she wants that life for herself. She's like, I'm going to be the fucking new version of you, and, and I'll be the one getting all the book deals and living off this shit for the rest of my life. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Well, that makes sense. That's about what yeah, we're at. Right I think now. Rory Culkin. They they have they have uh, you know Sydney cornered with knives, and it, it, I think we're getting to the end of this movie. Yeah. Speaking what do you of, think of Emma uh, Roberts, uh, <laughs> you a fan? I love Emma Roberts. Yeah, big fan. Um, especially if you you should really watch Scream Queens, like. She is phenomenal on that show. Like, that character is, like, the best use of Emma Roberts I've ever seen. We're just like, I want more Why? of this. Like, what happened? I like, don't know. She's that, just, like, that, she's just, is, like, this really, a, like, rich, stuck-up, like, sorority girl. And you're just like, this is everything that Emma Roberts is good at. <laughs> like, is she's that, good at is being that very comedy? Um, it's, I would say it's in the same vein of Scream, where it's, it's comedy, but there's also, you know, scary stuff, or at least as scary as it is in Scream. Is it satirical type of thing? Yes. Yeah, very much so. All right. Yeah, I find it very funny. I've never seen it. I would definitely recommend it. I think it's on Hulu, maybe? I got Hulu. One of those. Yeah. Check it out. I think today's scary movie day though. We're having scary movie day today. We're just gonna watch scary movie. Ooh, day. what's on the uh, what's on the? Agenda? I don't know. I'm gonna have to. You know, you know, I'll spend at least an hour and seventeen minutes going through all the menus all over the place because that's all I seem to do more than anything. As, as much TV as I watch, I spend even more time just going through menu after menu. Oh, I know. I hate it. Yep. And then all of a sudden the day's gone. And you're like, what the fuck did I do today? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, what'd you watch today? I'm like, not that much. I spent uh, I spent a good part of the day just looking for something to put on. Yep. Would you get like? Would you go with? I, I went with Mr. Ed. And, uh, huh. seems, seems like a lot of time wasted. I'll be honest with you. Um. All right. So what else, Jank, about Screen Four? Um. Oh, what did they do with Hayden Panettiere's hair in that movie? Like, that's a fucking train wreck. She used to be good looking, but then they cut off all her hair and she just looks like a dude with tits. (laughs) 
I think so. I think she definitely did go a little crazy at some point. Like, not full Amanda Bynes, but definitely, like, a little nutty, I think. Okay. Kristen Bell. Yeah. I heard Dak Shepard's in relapse, or he relapsed, he's in rehab or something. Yeah, I saw that, too. But it sounds like they're staying together. So, I guess... Good for them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah, so, I mean, bad for, bad for <laughs> me. I don't know if anyway. being married to Dak Shepard is, is all that hot, but, you know. I could, I could podcast with her. Me and, me and Kristen Bell could do a podcast. Oh, hell yeah. It would be amazing. Larry, Larry and the Bell. All right, so uh, anyways, <laughs> if she if her agent doesn't reach out immediately after this airs, I don't know what I hear to you. make of this world anymore. Yeah, I don't make that. Yeah, I I don't either. I really don't know what to make of the world anyway. <laughs> Mary and the Bell. So um, I don't know what else we got on uh, screen four. Four. Um, I think we covered most of it. <laughs> All the good stuff out of screen four, anyway. Um, it is. Yeah. It's a solid movie, though. Like for coming back way after the fact, which usually doesn't work in movies, I think it it pulls it off pretty damn well. So, are you optimistic, or are you? They should leave it alone with Scream Five. I don't know. This will be the first one without Wes Craven, so that alone is going to be weird. Yeah. But who is directing I mean, it? It's, Anybody famous? I don't, I don't know. Heard? I'm not, I'll see Not if that I can I've find heard. Oh, yeah, I mean, it could be good, out. and I guess it's one of those things where it's like, even if it's bad, like, just ignore that one. <laughs> <laughs> it ended at four. <laughs> like I'm doing with the with the MCU right now. Endgame was the end. <laughs> None of the rest of this shit matters. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's all out at this point. You're done. <laughs> I mean, in my head, yeah, yeah. It says directors Matt Butinelli, Olpin, and Tyler Gillette. Or Gillette. I don't know how you want to pronounce that. Gillet, even, maybe. Who made VHS. He was the cinema. Oh, Ready or Not. Oh, he was the director of Ready or Not. Like, okay, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like yeah, that solid. one. Okay, let's, let's see what Matt Bettinelli, Olpin, has directed before. Let's see. He directed. Oh, he also directed Ready or Not. So these guys must come as a team. Oh wow! VHS, nice. they come. They come as a package. You you get one, you get two. <laughs> sure, right. for the price of two. I, I mean, I like Ready or, or Not. Two. I don't know if I. It's not Scream though. I mean, let's be real. No, hopefully Kevin Williamson is still like writing the script. Oh, let's see if he's kind of the writing most it. important thing. Uh, no, uh, Guy Busick and oh, no. James Vanderbilt. <laughs> James Vanderbeek? Oh, and then it says, oh, no. oh, it just says Kevin Williamson characters. So they're just, you know, basing mm. their writing up of his characters. I don't think he's writing anything. It's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, that, that really is disheartening news. It um, says, uh, you know, Judy, Detective, or, you know, Deputy Judy, like uh, Dewey's mm-hmm. right-hand partner there. She, She's on the cast for this. Oh, okay. Uh, I like cool. her. She was cool. 
Yeah. They were definitely setting her up to be a, I thought, you know, a suspect at least in, in the fourth one. So maybe, maybe she'll be the killer this time. Jenna Ortega's in this movie. I don't know who that is. Does she make Ortega no. taco seasoning? I don't think so. She looks like a Disney star thing. She was the vice president's daughter in Iron Man 3. Look at that. She was in the Marvel Universe. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and Jack Quaid's in this, whoever that is. He's the main <laughs> top-billed person. He's no Dennis or Randy. He was in The Hunger Games. Oh, okay. And Logan Lucky. I never saw that either. Oh, I saw that one. That was pretty good. Yeah, he was Fishbang in that movie, if you know who Fishbang was. <laughs> I, I should remember that name, but somehow it, it slipped right through my brain. <laughs> Fishbang. Slippery like All right, fish. so that's what we got to look forward to then. Screen I 5, wonder what, uh, 20, 22. I wonder like what they're going to try to you know pick on from horror movies at this point. Like, Are they going to go after new horror movies somehow? Like... Found footage. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they kind of go after the fucking horror movies that try to be like about social issues. I don't have time for oh, that like Get stuff. Out and shit. Yeah. The The Purge. Or maybe I don't know what else they can go after. Yeah. Movies like, like Hereditary where nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's well, make it a really boring movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Midsommar. Maybe it'll all be take nothing, place during the daytime. Nothing happens in that movie either, but it's it's fascinating to watch. Huh. Yeah, I, I didn't have that same experience. I'll I'll say that. I was for sure. like, man, I could just live here except for the you know, the culty stuff. <laughs> Other than that, like I, I could definitely just chill out at that place. As long as it doesn't really? Happen. None of they didn't have T V. So I'm out. <laughs> what the fuck? There's nothing on anyways. I'll just I'll just download shit to my iPad. They got an iPad station, I'm sure there or whatever. Charge up. I don't know. It didn't look like it. Yeah, probably. It seemed not. pretty Amish. There's a lot of mushroom water too. I don't know. I never had mushrooms. I don't know if I'm ready for <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that could be bad. I think I'm past that age. You're not in a good headspace already, like when you go in, I feel like that's just gonna fuck you up more. Yeah, it's probably not gonna work out. <laughs> All right, so what else, Jank? What, what else we got? Um, well, I got. Uh, well, why don't we do your top eleven uh, quotes? And I've got some some questions we can do later on. Some trivia. Oh, you got trivia? Yeah. Holy hell! This this fucking podcast is going to be longer than the um <laughs> than the movie for sure. Yep. Way over. All right. The numbers all go to 11. All right, we had to make it official with the 11 music. Uh, so here we go, Jake. I'm just going to run through them quick. Some of them are pretty short. Uh, number eleven, I couldn't even find. I couldn't find the clip anywhere on YouTube to like oh. cut it up and steal it and use it for our own. Um, <clears throat> but it's the uh, we we mentioned it earlier. Um, you did it, it, the scene where Ghostface calls uh, uh, Sydney at, over Dewey's house and then he gets on the phone all tough. 
Like, she gets on the phone, and, he, and Ghostface is all like, oh, your boyfriend, aha, I set you up, fuck you, you're an idiot. And then he hangs up, and they're like, Dewey, Dewey, help us. And then he comes out with his gun and shit, like, like being all copy, and he just picks up the phone, and it's just, hello? And it's just fucking hilarious, but I couldn't find it anywhere. His delivery is so great, yeah. It's so good. He's like holding his gun, and he's so tough in his living room. And you just hear like (laughs) trying to be Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's like that sort of thing. It's very (laughs) funny. David Arquette's very good in this movie. He is. He's so funny and so likable, and you just you're always rooting for that guy. You're like, I I was I was 24 for a whole year. Like he's like a (laughs) golly gee kind of dude. I I liked him. I don't know. He's so great, and I love in uh, Scary Movie (laughs) that. The Officer Doofy character too. It's so good. Um, oh, this scene especially Doofy is one of my favorite too, yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> where uh, the scene where when Doofy comes out of the room to you know come see who's on the phone and he's got the vacuum cleaner with him. Yes. <laughs> because yeah. earlier in the movie, there's the line about like Mom also said, "Stop putting your dick in the vacuum cleaner." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. you see Dewey come out in his underwear. With the fucking vacuum cleaner, he's just like, I told you not to disturb me when I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's awesome in that movie, Dewey, Doofy. I don't They're know who that is. That is that anybody character. famous? Is anybody? Is I don't that think anybody so. Famous no, that guy doesn't. He should have been though. famous. Yeah, he really yeah, does. He's such a great character. All right, uh, number ten, I got here. Did you really put her liver in the mailbox? Because I heard that they found her liver in the mailbox next to her spleen and her pancreas. There you go. <laughs> it's Jamie Kennedy doing his Columbo impression. Like that. <laughs> the best part is uh, Stu's line after this. <laughs> following up on it. <laughs> well, what's his you better live her alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bring that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have that later on. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, number eight. Kenny? Yeah. I know that you're about 50 pounds overweight, but when I say hurry, please interpret that as move your fat tub of lard ass now! Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That was behind oh, the I scenes dialogue from Cast of Friends. Yeah. I skipped number nine for some reason, so here's number nine. Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that the one where the guy had knives for fingers? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy, that's right. I like that movie. It was scary. Well, well the first one was, but the rest sucks. Yep. <laughs> like se- yep. self-referential there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's he's patting himself on his back. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, Although, I mean, seven. Wes Craven did also make The New Nightmare, which is kind of a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, so... He's kind I of like shitting out his own self. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, the one. Are you talking about the one where it's like you know Heather Langenkamp and her son? Yeah, and, her husband. and like yeah, Robert I, England's I, just an actor. And yes, I like that movie. It's it's fun. Yeah, that again if is kind of like the Elm prototype Street. of Scream, where it's trying to be meta about it, where it's just like, yeah, this was a movie, but now the things are becoming real in real life. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, meta. That's a cool word for it. Um, number seven. Stu was with me last night, okay? Yeah, it was. 
that before or after he sliced and diced? <laughs> so, uh, I just, I've always loved, I've always liked that quote. Um, number six. Jamie Kennedy is surprisingly good in these movies. Like in most he's other things, so if you tell me Jamie Kennedy's in it, I'm like, ugh. But in this movie, like, it's hard not to like the dude. I hear you, but here's the thing too. Like, I don't know. Like, I I don't know why he gets a bad rap. Like. I used to we used to watch the Jamie Kennedy experiment and I thought it was funny. I don't know. Like there was definitely good episodes in there. Like I don't he doesn't seem like a a dick or anything. I get like he's not like the coolest dude, but he seems like a nice enough guy. I don't it, it, have you ever heard stories where he oh no no, he's a dick in real life? Uh no, I don't think so. I can't think of anything in particular, no. I have like seen I like, get, interviews like, with him where he doesn't seem like, I don't know, he doesn't seem the best. Like when I, you know, when we watched the Jamie Kennedy experiment and he did like um, Malib, Malibu Brad or what, that, what was his name on there? <laughs> the, the guy that Malibu is most wanted. But anyways, uh, when he did that bit on there and it was like, you know, four minutes long, it was very funny. I don't know. I can't imagine watching an hour and a half of that. I didn't see that movie, but I don't know. I never seemed like... I always kind of liked Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, I mean, in this movie, he really is phenomenal. Oh, is this your special bush? What? (laughs) (laughs) I look like a good bush to pee on. (laughs) Like, he's funny in Harold and Kumar for that, you know, two minutes he's in there or whatever. I like that. (laughs) All right, number six. He's not so great in uh, that movie we had to watch with Edge. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, they're not all home runs. They're not all home runs. Yeah. All right, here we go. God, I loved it. I'll send you a copy. Bam, bitch went down. I'll send you a copy. Bam, Sid, super bitch. You are so cool. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Bam, bitch went down. <laughs> Bam, super bitch. Uh, I wish she had like three or four more of those in her. Yeah, I know. It was pretty cool. Um, number five, not a great line in the movie. It's just his delivery is so terrible and over the top, I had to put it in. All right, number five, here we go. No, I didn't. Sheriff, I didn't kill anybody. I didn't kill anybody. I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> Sheriff, I didn't kill anybody. I don't know why he says it like that, but it's, it's like it always like drove me insane that he does that. I didn't kill anybody. Yeah. Skeet Ulrich is just a weirdo. It's like, hey, dude, you're not Johnny Depp. You're not Johnny Depp. No. You're trying to be, but you're definitely not. You're definitely not. You know what else drives me crazy is like in the poster for Scream, like why does he have a, like a mustache and a goatee and shit? Like he didn't have that in the movie. Like, was this taken way later on, and they just couldn't, like, Photoshop that out or something? Or I think they wanted him to look like Johnny Depp, because I remember at first thinking, like, <laughs> oh, Johnny Depp's in this movie? And then I was like, well, I don't even <laughs> see his name in it. Who the fuck is Skeet Allrich? Is that Lars Allrich's brother? <laughs> Who names their kid Skeet? <laughs> yeah. And then here comes little John. Ah, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, Skeet, 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 Skeet. Yeah. Do you know what skeeting is? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, I don't know. He's just he's he's weird in this movie. Uh, number four. 
better live her alone. <laughs> live her alone. <laughs> oh, liver, liver, live as a joke. Liver alone. I love how I just how self satisfied he is with that joke. Yeah, he greatest. loves it. I'm so witty and smart. Uh Okay, here we go. Number three. I'm so sorry, I'm so Tatum, you can't be here. There's official crime scene. It's okay. Her dad's out of town, all right? She's staying with us tonight. Does mom know? Yes, doofus. Let's get... <laughs> Does mom know? I love that. Does mom know? <laughs> yep. It's so good. It's such a good uh, one. All right. It is, it is weird that they're brother and sister, because, like, it never really comes up again in the other movies. Like, oh, man, I lost my sister to this whole thing. <laughs> nope. Dewey gets over yeah, that Yeah, that is quick. a good point. Yeah. A now you say that. <laughs> I never really thought of it like that either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jack Frost is coming on next. I'm just going to watch that. Oh. All right. So. <laughs> number two. Are we at number two? Yeah, number two. Uh, yeah. Yeah, why can't they find their pops, man? Because he's probably dead. His body will come popping up in the last reel somewhere. Eyes gouged out, fingers cut off, teeth knocked out. See, the police are always off track with this shit. If they watch prom night, they'd save time. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. There you go. Nice. It's Randy at the video store. There's a much longer scene there where, you know, then... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Billy confronts him with Stu, and you're starting to think, like, oh, okay, maybe these dudes are behind this. You know, this is about, I don't know, if it's maybe a third of the way into the movie we get this scene. So you're still, like, unsure what's going on. But yeah, Randy, Billy especially Randy, in the Randy scene knows Billy staring daggers into him, and, yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, it's pretty obvious who the killer is. Randy knows for sure. Randy definitely knows. Yeah. All right, and then uh, here's my number one quote. Probably the death sentence. He's worried <laughs> mom and dad are going to be mad. Oh, God, I love Stu. <laughs> yeah, he's so, he's so fucking great. Good. Meanwhile, like, uh, <laughs> I almost said Johnny Depp. Um, what's his fucking name? Uh, Skeet Ulrich. He's Skeet. flipping out in the background. And Skeet, Skeet, because Skeet. He's looking for fucking Sydney, and she's just fucking with him and shit. I like that when he like he cuts open the couch cushions and all like the feathers come out and he's still covered in corn syrup that they get stuck to him so it looks like it's something from Home Alone all of a sudden where he's covered in feathers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, so that's all I got. Yeah, those are some good quotes. Good, good quotes. I thought I uploaded the rules, but I I don't know where that is. 
Oh, I do have that one here, actually. Oh, okay. So we can play the rules. Yeah, let's play the Stu rules. Stu gives the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Maybe. <laughs> Thinking about it. don't disturb you. I'm cleaning my room. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Big no no! Big no no! Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. No, the sin factor. The sin, it's an extension of number one. And number three, Never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Stu, I love him. It's so good, yeah. He says that again later on when he goes to get, like, Sydney's dad. I'll be right back. He walks back right out of the room like Frankenstein. It's so fucking weird, but it's great. It's hilarious. (laughs) He's so good. He's also good in, um, well, he's also great in Twin Peaks, the the new yeah, season. Yeah, that Peaks. scene was he's amazing. Really awesome in that. And he, yeah. he's, he's also good, good in um, She's All That. You know what? I've never actually seen that movie. Oh, uh, he, he doesn't have a huge part in it. He plays like this dude that's on like Road Rules on MTV, and it's pretty awesome. Oh, nice. Road Rules, uh, what's the other one where they live in the house? Uh you know, whatever. Oh, you Real know. World? Yeah, he's on one of those kind of shows. He's like one of their contestants, and he's pretty fucking hilarious on there. But, yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> he's fucking great. Yeah, he was I great in uh, SLC Punk. Like, he was I've never so seen that. that oh, that's a good one. Huh. What's I saw that him. About, uh, punk? Yeah, it's kind of like about punks and living in Salt Lake City. Um, probably, I want to say the late <laughs> 80s, maybe early 90s, something like that. And, like him and his buddy Heroin Bob just kind of going through life being punks. Uh, his dad, you know, wants him to get a real job, but he doesn't want to and shit like that. <laughs> just kind of just being punks and, and growing up. But he gets a lot. He gets to like talk to the camera a lot and go on like rants about punk rock and stuff like that. So it's pretty great. Is he the star? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Huh. All right. Um, I saw him on an interview not long ago where uh, it was just kind of like a studio interview thing. And uh, he, was, he, was, he was there to promote something like, I guess he's got, he's big into Dungeons and Dragons and he was doing something with that. Um, but he was just like crawling over the table and shit like that. He was just like so hyper and it was, it was one of the best interviews <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, this guy's still stewing. I love it. <laughs> you ever D&D'd? Uh, not D&D. Me and like Pete and my other cousins, like we've played this Monster of the Week thing, which is very much the same thing, but not so much in like, you know, old timey fantasy worlds. It's more like modern setting. I got you. I always wanted to play it. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't have I didn't have any friends who didn't have any friends. <laughs> same. <laughs> I'm trying to kick out to there were kids playing it but I wasn't I wasn't asked to join in or anything, so I never got to try it. I don't it seemed intricate. Yeah, we should we should set up some kind of LCS 
Dungeons and Dragons League. You just need someone to run it. Do all how to the do work. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody, yeah. Somebody wants to do all the work. Yeah, we could do a Mackey's Clubhouse Dungeons and Dragons, but I don't know how to do it. Oh, that'd be amazing. I just, I just know you, you need like seven hundred and... to punch that suspect in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, you need like seven hundred dice or something to play it. I think. <laughs> one's a triangle, and one looks like a stop sign, and one's a tube, and one looks like a muffin. <laughs> All right, uh, I did have one Randy quote. Uh, Randy quote okay. that I wanted to play, uh, where he's talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. So I want to see Jamie Lee's breast. When do yes. we see Jamie yes. Lee's breast? Breast? Not until Trading Places in '83. Jamie Lee was always the virgin in horror movies. She never showed her tits, so she went legit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that line. She never showed her tits, so she went legit. Yeah, that's a good line. That's a very good line. <laughs> yep, that's great. Oh, good times. I like Prom Night too better right. than Prom Night. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah. Prom Night 2 is Prom way Night's more okay. fun. Yeah, it's way more fun. Yeah, that girl's awesome. Hello, Mary Lou. I think isn't uh, like Leslie Nielsen is in the in the first prom night, and even he can't do anything because he's trying to do it all serious. Yeah, he yeah he was still serious, and yeah, he was still yeah serious back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Did you ever see um, Terror yeah. Train? I know they talk about that a lot. No, I've movie, never, seen, never seen, seen that. It. I don't think. I think it's on Prime. Hmm. I think I saw it on there at least a couple of months ago, or maybe it's not on there anymore. Mm-hmm. But I know it was on there at some point. I was like, oh, maybe I should watch this. I have to try to find that one. Yeah. All right, so uh, <laughs> kicking off season four here soon, Jank. Shield Hell season yeah. four. Glenn Close is showing up. Uh, I got some some questions here we can go over before uh, hopefully the, the oh. show doesn't cut us off anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got three different categories here. My God. I got Scream Trivia, which is about, you know, the movie. Um, movies referenced in Scream, and the Scream Actors Guild, which is just about people who were in Scream. Okay. <laughs> All right. Scream movies, anyway. How many ca- <laughs> how many questions do you have? Uh a bunch. <laughs> oh my god! All right. <laughs> Probably won't go too long. We'll just we'll go a little bit in each. All right, just go. Um, like, you you ask whatever you want. You just tell me what category you're asking from, at least, so it's at least somewhat of a hint. Okay. Let's start with a uh, Shield-related question. This Ooh. Scream star co-starred with both Walton Goggins and Natalie Z in the same project. Who was it? Natalie Z, of course, being Christina. Right, Christina. Um, and Walton Goggins. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Somebody from one of the screen movies. Good Lord. Omar Epps. <laughs> oh, no, that is incorrect. It was Timothy Oliphant. They were both on Oh. God damn it. I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't think of that. I didn't, I didn't think long enough. All right, go ahead. Give me something else. All right. Uh, we'll do the Scream Actors Guild again. This Scream star also starred alongside her future husband, in another late 90s slasher movie that tried to ride the coattails of Scream's popularity. Oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, he did it. Damn. This is a two-part question. Let's see if you can get the other part. 
I know what you did last summer. Sarah Michelle. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Sarah Michelle Geller was name dropped in a Weird Al Yankovic song. Name the song. Oh, um, it's all about the Pentiums, baby. Yes, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. You're all over that shit. Yeah. Um, we'll do that same category again. This is another Shield-related question, so I'm trying to tie it in there. Uh, Two Scream stars have appeared on the Shield. Can you name them? One of them should be pretty easy. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. Like, all of a sudden, like, I just start blanking and shit. Um, (laughs) Let me think here real quick. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, hmm. I have no idea. I'm totally blanking. <laughs> Damn. Well, they were both in that movie you just finished watching. Um, one of them has their own award named after her. <laughs> Kristen Bell. Oh, God damn it, man. I forgot <laughs> Kristen Bell. That's what I'm saying. I like I freeze up. <laughs> and the other one was Anthony Anderson, who we'll be seeing very soon. Oh, Coming that's right. He does four. pop back up. Like he's in season not pops back up. He hasn't been on yet, but he's in yeah. season four, right? Yep. Sure is. Like season season four is really good if I remember. Right? Yeah. It's got a lot of great stuff in it, for sure. All right. I'm All right, so what else you got? about that one, for sure. I'm very bad. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, we'll do the same category. Scream stars David Arquette and Rose McGowan were in another movie together besides Scream. Name the movie. Hmm. David Arquette and Rose McGowan. Jawbreaker. Huh? Ooh. No, it was Ready to Rumble. Oh, I never saw that movie. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time, but I remember liking it okay. You're, so, you're you like the rest of probably like it more than I would. Oh, man, I don't know. Like, Normally I would say no, but in this movie she's pretty damn great. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, she even looks good. But <laughs> nowadays she just seems crazy. <laughs> yeah, she does seem a little weird. Yeah. Little nutty. All right. All right. Uh, let's do let's do some scream trivia. Get into the movies oh. themselves here. Which actors in Scream dated during the filming? There were two different couples. Well, one of them was pretty easy. Courtney but... Cox and David Arquette. <laughs> yep. Uh, That's the easy one. Nev Campbell and Liam Schreiber. <laughs> You're half right. It was Nev oh. Campbell and Matthew Lillard. <laughs> really? Sydney and Stu, yeah. <laughs> huh. What do yeah. you think of that pairing? I don't know. Like I, <laughs> It's very strange, but in a weird way, I like it. Yeah, it doesn't seem right, though. I guess they dated for two years. Oh, my God. Which is probably the shelf life of, <laughs> that I would imagine that relationship would have. Yeah, like I would yeah. think after two years, you're like, okay, it's it's not funny anymore. He's not, it's not fun. <laughs> I want, I want to fucking hit this guy with a ball bat. 
still yelling about the same things. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> All right. Oh God. So I got one. And All eight, right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what movie does Randy help a female customer find at the video store? The Howling. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job. E.T.'s mom. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> Scream was made by Miramax Studios. Miramax makes up what percentage of Pumpkin Escobar's Hollywood drug business? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is this a real question or is this a reference to a Kevin Smith movie? Yep. <laughs> reference yep, to a Kevin which Smith one? movie. Yeah, uh, James Southbound Strike Back. Yeah, I know. This I was uh, Tracy Morgan's quote. character. Oh, uh, fuck. Makes up uh, 58%. Ooh, it was 78%. <laughs> uh, 78%. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> you had part of it. <laughs> um, let's see. Who was originally cast to play Sydney? Mm. Someone of similar ilk. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely someone you'll have heard of. Um. Shannon Doherty. Ooh, solid guess. But no, it was actually Drew Barrymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah, apparently she was all set to be Sydney, but then she got some other gig and couldn't do it, so she dropped out. But they're like, well, you can still be in this one scene if you want. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's like, all right, I got time for that. <laughs> what so, was she yeah. going to go film, or what did you say she was doing? I don't know. She got some other job and couldn't do it. Uh, I'm not sure what mm-hmm. the other movie was or whatnot, but, yeah. For some reason, she was just like, like, yeah, uh, got to go do this instead. That's like Corey Feldman on, uh, you know, uh, Friday the 13th Part 5. Like, he only shows up in that first scene because he had to go film Goonies. Otherwise, he was going to be in that oh. whole movie. Was he really? Yeah, that's what I hear. He would have been a lot younger. Yeah, it would have been a lot they... better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot yeah. of time jumps in that series. Boy, is there a lot of time jumps. Yeah, I hear you, but you got to let it go. It's just Jason. <laughs> he can do what he wants. Yep. He does no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> He's your sweet, sweet baby boy. <laughs> He's my Trump. I don't care. I don't care how many people you kill. I love you, buddy. Uh, let's see this one. Um... This is a good one. I don't think you'll necessarily get them all, but we'll we'll ask it anyway. How many ghost face victims in each film were not killed by knife wounds? Because there's a lot of stabbing. Oh my god! <laughs> a lot of stabbing. Uh, so I have to like tell you in the first movie was this many, the second movie, or are you just looking for one number? Yeah. We'll we'll go movie by movie, try to sort it out. Uh, well, this movie. Embry was stabbed. Casey Beggar was stabbed. That Steve was stabbed. I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's her name? Well, I'm trying to think. Was Tatum stabbed though before she got smushed in the garage door? Like, did he hit her in the <laughs> chest? Well, no. I can't remember. 
Uh, so I'll say the first one is. He goes. Yeah. Everybody gets stabbed. I think I'll say none. Everybody stabbed in that movie Ooh. at some point. I, I mean, I realize Billy dies with a gunshot wound to the head, but he definitely had gotten stabbed at some point in that movie. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, I'm just going for ghost face victims, so people who are, you know, killed by Sydney or whatever. Oh, ghost face victims. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. But no, the answer was one. Was it Tatum? Yep, Tatum. She got like, she, I think he, he slashed her arm a little bit, but, you know, that didn't kill her. <laughs> oh, he cut her arm. That's right. Okay, yeah. he did. Like, he, he didn't stab her. Yeah, he did, like, just run his blade down her forearm. That's right. Yeah. Like, it was all – she was definitely killed by the garage door. <laughs> yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All yeah. Right. I'm bad at this. Two – I'll never be able to guess the rest <laughs> of them. I barely remember. I'll say – I'll say one, none, one. Oh, well, you you got the fourth one right. There was one yes. in that one. Um, two it. had the most. It was two and, a, two and a half, I would say, in that one. Two and a half. Because <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar, like, he stabs her, I think, twice, but then he throws her off a balcony, which – so it's hard to say which one killed her. Probably a combination uh, of both. <laughs> yeah. But there was the uh, – one of the cops, like, remember Sydney has two cops watching her. Like, one of the guys is, like, on the hood of the car, and he just – like drives into something and he gets impaled. Um, and the other one, oh, was uh, Jerry O'Connell, Sid's boyfriend. It was all tied up, and uh, Timothy Oliphant just shoots him. Hmm. I kind of remember that, yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a um, while. Three was one and a half. <laughs> There's another one where somebody gets stabbed and thrown off a balcony. Um, so it's kind of calling that a half. Um, the other one was, oh, this was so stupid. This was another dumb scene in three. Like, there's a part where they're all huddled together. I think it was, like, you know, Dewey and uh, Gale and Parker Posey, who was playing Gale in the movie, and, like, one of the other actors. I think the guy was playing Dewey and maybe somebody else. But the killer is, like, on the other side of the door, and he keeps throwing pages under it for the script of, like, who's going to die next. And he sends something, like, one page says, you know, oh, only one person will be spared, and that person is. And, like, they're like, they're, oh, who's it going to be? And they all start running away because, like, why the fuck would would you stay there? <laughs> but the one guy goes back. He's like, I have to know. And he goes back, picks up the piece of paper. He can't see it because it's dark out. And instead of going outside where it's still light enough to see, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go in this other room and light my lighter so that I can read this. And, of course, the, the paper says, whoever smells the gas. So the gas was on in the place, so the whole place blows up. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Yeah, three is three is rough. Yeah, <laughs> they're not all winners. All right, we'll do one more for scream trivia. Um, when Tatum says that Sydney is starting to sound like some like a character from one of this director's movies, she actually accidentally like mixes up two directors' names. What name does she say in this scene? I don't remember. Ooh. It was Wes Carpenter. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> Trivia questions. <laughs> That's all right. That's cool. That's cool. 
Yeah. People are playing yeah, along at some, home, uh, Jay. They're playing at home. Yeah. Buzzing in. All right. Do some uh, movies referenced in screen. Oh, okay. here's, here's one for you. <laughs> Friday the 13th, of course, mentioned in this movie. How many pairs of boobs are shown in Friday the 13th, the final chapter? <laughs> Well, I know we definitely get to see the, you know, the the girl from Weird Science. We see her boobs. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's two. I'm trying to think. We don't ever see, like, the sister's boobs. Uh, I'm just going to say two boobs. Oh. It's just one set of boobs. That's it, huh? <laughs> Why am I forgetting um, Nope, there's... Oh, no, no, There's no, also the no, twins, no. yep. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's the twins, the twins, the fucking Corey Feldman season shit, too, like when they mm-hmm. were all skinny dipping. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so there's like two, six, six sets of boobs. <laughs> well, there's four sets of boobs. Uh, there's the twins, okay. the weird science girl, and that weird, like, uh, old-timey film strip that Teddy was watching. <laughs> oh, that doesn't count. No, that doesn't. Count. Yeah, you can't use that, but they are shown technically. It's kind of like you know old time <laughs> hockey. Like oh, I could go back and score thirty eight goals in one of those seasons. Like that, that's not new. <laughs> I don't know what that. <laughs> I is. agree. Like you just you just pulled like your Teddy bloomers up a quarter <laughs> quarter of an inch. That's all you did. <laughs> Look at my bloomers. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's see. Nightmare on Elm Street, they mentioned that in here. Uh, what was the name of Freddy Krueger's mom, and what was her occupation? Ooh. This was a big plot point in Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I want to say his mother was a nun. Mm-hmm. I don't Nailed remember it. her name, though. I remember he was son of a thousand maniacs. and uh, <laughs> yeah. Amanda. Is it Amanda? Yeah. You nailed oh it. Oh, my God. Perfect. I have no idea where that came from. I swear to God I didn't look that you up. You know your Freddy shit. It just popped <laughs> into my head. Nice. Yeah, Amanda Krueger. Right. Son of a thousand maniacs. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Uh, just so I mentioned, yeah, obviously they show part of Halloween in this movie. Um, throughout all the different timelines so far, how many different children has Laurie Strode had? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, now, this is, is this referenced in Scream or is this just general horror? Yeah, these are just questions about movies that are referenced in Scream. Oh, I see. So okay. Kind of just horror um, questions. Well, I'm I'm not a Halloween expert by any stretch. I don't even know what movie she's in. I know she has at least one kid in this new thing. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. I'll say two kids. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> you weren't far off. It was three. Three um, kids. There's All the right. first timeline where, you know, Danielle Harris uh, in four and five and six. Um, yeah. That was the first timeline. Then there was H2O, which had Josh Hartnett. Uh, that was her kid. And then there's the new one where Judy Greer was her daughter. 
Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you Daniel <laughs> Harris so many times. Daniel Harris is smoking hot. I love She that. really is. <laughs> I love that girl. So yeah. She's great. She seems very nice. Like, it seems like oh, people really? like, never... like her. Like I've heard things around like, you know, horror conventions and stuff like that. Everyone's like, Oh yeah, she's super nice. She's no Jamie Kennedy. That's what they say about her. Like, hey, what's Danielle Harris like? And they're like, she's no Jamie Kennedy. I'll tell you that much. I'm like, okay, good. good. Oh, all God. right. Give me another one. Well, let's, uh, all right, we'll do two more. Um, right. So they mention um, Norman Bates, this movie from the movie Psycho. Um, both the original and the remake of Psycho Broke social norms by showing things not typically shown in film at the time. <laughs> what was the taboo shot in each film? One of these should be. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, whenever you say that, then all of a sudden I start panicking. Like, oh, it should be something blatantly <laughs> obvious. I don't know. Cross-dressing. <laughs> <laughs> no. it's uh, There's a different one for each of them. There's one for the... Uh, the original and then one for the remake. Um, the original remake one is a, oh, is a favorite. Like nudity? <laughs> oh, you're very close. <laughs> when Janet Lee in the shower scene at the beginning, like, is that what you're referring to? Do we see a butt cheek or anything in there? Oh, no, no. Side boob. All right, I have no clue then. <laughs> Okay, well the remake one, you're you're very close there. Of course, that's butthole. As Kevin said, oh, and he's butthole. Is that, the, is that yep. where that comes from? <laughs> yeah, you don't typically see celebrities' buttholes in movies. Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> pretty pretty really rare. Tension. I know I saw it at one point, but it, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a terrible idea remaking that movie. But the uh, the 60s one, the original, that was, I guess, it's like the first movie where they would show a toilet in the bathroom. Like, they would always just, that was like a big thing you never did in movies. Like, no, 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 we can't even allude to people pooping. <laughs> but the fact oh, that they showed I mean, a shot of the bathroom where the toilet was on film was like a big, a big deal, I guess. I would have never known that. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that somewhere. Years ago, huh? All right, yeah. I, would I think it was one of those that. things they show at like the beginning of the movies at the movie theater, like little trivia cards. Oh, like uh, <laughs> everybody stared in awe when we scream Matthew Perry. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so they mentioned the uh, the corn syrup. It was the same thing they used for the pig's blood and carry in this movie. Um, yeah. So, in regards to Carrie, what did Carrie's mom, Piper Laurie, refer to Carrie's breasts as? Oh, God. <laughs> I was hoping for, like, they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. Um, no, they're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> yeah, then Sandler. Um, that, you want to go out awesome. and get some ice cream? <laughs> no! No! <laughs> They're all gonna laugh at you. It's so awesome. <laughs> no, I love that bit. <laughs> um, 
I can't remember what she. I don't know what she referred to her tits as. <laughs> she says she calls them dirty pillows. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna stay your dirty so pillows. Bitchy. That, what, what's her name? The actress's name, Louise Fletcher. Piper Laurie. Oh yeah, yeah, Piper Laurie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Piper Laurie is miserable. She's Indeed. miserable in everything. <laughs> she really is. She's yeah. a real Jamie Kennedy. She's miserable in <laughs> Twin Peaks. She's miserable in The Hustler. She's miserable in Carrie. I don't think that lady ever smiles. No. No. She seems very unpleasant. All right. Well, no! I just got I'll ask one more question. Because <laughs> right. it's up our alleys. Um, how no! many Clerks references were in the movie Scream? The original movie Scream? Yeah. Yeah, the first or one. Or not the franchise. Yep, just the first one. Clerks references. <laughs> yeah. I noticed these this time around for sure. Wow. I'll say this, they're visual references. Oh. Huh. I don't I don't remember any of these. In the in the video store, uh when Randy's talking, he's standing like right by a clerk's poster. In one of okay. I never um, even you noticed see the, it. that poster. And then when they're watching the scary movies later on, and I think like Randy goes to turn the you know, the VCR off or something like that, and you see there's like a copy of Clerks <laughs> like the video cassette sitting there. Ah. Oh, I I had the VHS. Yeah. I had the VHS. Those were the days. So there's two or is there more than that? Oh, uh, just the two. At least as far yeah. as I could <laughs> I never I never saw them. I never saw either one. Yeah, I gotta watch for that next time. It's like, was I even paying attention to the movie? No! They're all gonna laugh at you! They're all gonna laugh at you! So that's Scream. That's Scream in a handbasket. Yep. Yeah. I think we, we covered it all. Now, when and we do our Home Alone, we're not we're not getting into, like, three and four and five. We'll do the first one for sure, and maybe we'll talk about yeah. Lost in New York. But we're not getting into it after after Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin goes. That is no Home Alone anymore. No, it's it's a train wreck after that. And, uh, did you hear? Yeah. I think they're supposed to be rebooting it now, and it sounds like the dumbest thing ever. I think no. Melissa McCarthy is supposed to be in it. No. And it's something about, like, the kid's not even home alone. He's just trying to get back at his parents or something. Like, they're there trying to break in and steal things from their own house. It's like, what the fuck? This has nothing to do with home alone. Why are you calling this home alone? Nobody's going to laugh at it. Nobody's going to laugh at it. No. <laughs> no, they will not. <laughs> you're right, Piper Lori. <laughs> no. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, no, I did not hear anything about a Home Alone reboot. Yeah, it sounds atrocious. Yeah. They should have stopped after two. No Macaulay, no ticket yes. sales. When he bailed, you you all should have bailed. Yep. You struck gold once, you struck silver a second time, and <laughs> just let it go at that point. 
Yeah, like I, I do like two a lot. It's just it is exactly the same movie. <laughs> it, I, yeah, I and like it. I down like to the everything. Bird Lady. I like the Toy Store. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know, I love fucking uh, Tim Curry. He is amazing in that movie. Every yeah, he's very good in it. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Nick got me. Uh, she got me the DVDs for Christmas last year, but I was like, "Well, it's already Christmas Day. I can't watch them now because we had already watched them." So <laughs> this Christmas, I'll definitely put both of them on. I, I, I love. Yeah, two's good, even though it has Trump in it. Whatever. Um, there's still <laughs> a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but there is a lot of the same jokes. You know, the the tape recorder and the. You know, the shadowy, make it look like people are at home mm-hmm. with cutouts. And, you know, there's a lot of that same shit going on, but it's fun. Yeah, I mean, even the bird lady is basically just the same as the shovel guy. And he learns the same lesson about, like, oh, she's not really that scary. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah I did this exactly. last time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear you. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so that's that. And season four of Mackie's Clubhouse, that'll be starting uh, yeah. next week. Monday, huh? Yep. Look for it on Monday. Yeah. Some big episodes coming up. Yeah. Everybody's on their own and fractured and Anthony Anderson, Glenn Close. Come on. Yeah. You said fractured and close. Look at that. We got it all. <laughs> so tune in. All right, Jake. Uh, you know, there's a uh, South Park video game that we came out with recently called The Fractured But Whole. <laughs> Um, I played one of them. What the hell is it called? It was called, uh, it was for the 360. It was pretty lewd and crude. I know at some point you had to crawl up somebody's ass, the gimp's ass. You had to crawl up in there and get something out of the gimp's ass. I don't know. Or Mr., not the gimp. What do they call him? Uh, you know. Oh, Slave. Mr. Slave? (laughs) Mr. Slave, yep. Yeah, you had to crop his ass or something. It was, it was it was pretty lewd and crude, but it was fun though. I'm not a big South Park fan anymore. Like I, I didn't turn on them or anything. It's just I kind of outgrew cartoons. Hmm. No, I watched that pandemic one, and it was not funny to me at all. Like I was just like, hey. hmm. Did you watch the pandemic special? No. Is that streaming on anything? I, I think have, so. Like, yeah, I think it's on anymore. Comcast. Oh, you don't have cable? Oh, wow. Yeah, I got like the, just the basic channels now. Do you get Comedy Central? Mm, no, I think I only get like, you know, the ABC, Fox, CBS, that kind of stuff. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah, I don't know then. I don't know. I think it was on there, but maybe ComedyCentral.com has it. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe Hulu. I don't know how often they update South Park. I don't know if it's even on over there. Oh, it's on HBO. Do you have HBO Max? Um, I'm not sure. I've got like HBO through Prime, but I don't know if that oh. has the same stuff as Max or if that's separate. I don't thing. think so. No, it's definitely yeah. Different. But no, I know okay. South Park is on HBO Max. I have HBO Max. I'm just waiting for Comcast to get the app so you got, I can watch it on the TV and not just my tablet and shit. Oh yeah, that sucks. That's yeah, not ideal. Whatever. Yeah, but they have friends. We like friends, so we watch friends. Oh yeah. I love friends. Friends is the best. Yeah, it's always on really TV, is. which is great. <laughs> yeah. Now it's on HBO Max and like, you know, there's no commercials. They don't edit anything out of it, so it's nice. I don't know. 
By the way, okay. uh, I'm a 47-year-old man, and I like friends. I said that <laughs> out loud. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. All right, Jack, yeah. so is there uh, anything else we need to tell the kids? Mackie's Clubhouse at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, everything. All right, so. Hit them all. We'll be back. So until uh, uh, next time when we start season four, I guess that's about it. So, uh, you know, bye, motherfuckers. Bye, motherfuckers. She said everybody dies, but us, everybody dies. But us, we gonna carry on and plan the sequel. Cause let's face it, baby, these days, you gotta have a sequel. Nah, see? Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. Yes! <laughs>